Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that, and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that, and now we do it like this. All right. With the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the park. And Simon. Greetings and salutations. Uh, what we do here is very simple. We all listen to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernon's. We're going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, uh, this, that, and the next. First, I'm going to bring up some new stuff before Kamar goes over the Patreon. Um, for August, if you join the Patreon just for this month, you will automatically be, of course, if you don't want to, you don't have to, but if you want, uh, we're doing a suicide pool for the football season, and we're going to be giving away merch. So there'll be prizes for the first three places. So if you join the Patreon this month, if you're already a Patreon member, you're already entered, don't worry. But if you join the Patreon now for $5, uh, you will be entered into our sweet-ass NFL suicide pool. There you go. Sorry, Kamar. Any new patrons? No. I picked the New York Giants. That's well, not how a suicide pool works. We'll also be doing that in our post show today. Doing our NFL picks? We'll, we'll go over okay. our NFL picks if you want to see where, where we're leaning. And for the record, just because Simon seems to need a refresher, a suicide pool works like this. Every week of the NFL season, as long as you're alive, you have to pick one winner. Just one single winner, no point spread. You can never pick the same team twice. Mm. Once you pick the Patriots, if they get you a win, well, if they lose, you're out. If they get you a win, you can no longer pick the Patriots. You've got to pick 17 winners, 18 winners? Most, I can't, dude, I can't just the, pick the Giants every week. That's no. what you're saying. Well, you'll lose week two. Mm. Actually, you'll probably lose week one. <laughs> yeah, the Giants are trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no new Patreons, Kamara. I was correct there. Oh, uh, yes. Thank you, Brother Matt. No new Patreons, but thank you to all the Patreons. The same. Still like and subscribe. Hit that button. Get that merch. The new. Um, I'm not going to lie. During a recession, we should just drop it to a Diablo point. avocados out there. So, um, yeah. Get on the Patreon. I, I know it's obvious. Everyone's busy. <laughs> No, I just like I feel bad that it, you know it's a recession and no one. Like, yeah, we're also part of that recession. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying I don't have five dollars to spare to a fucking podcast I listen well, to. I we know can't you listen will to you another can. podcast so unless we get five dollars from somebody else. So <laughs> Fair enough. That's the circle of life, Matt. I love that we act like we pay ourselves. This is a, this is a fresh, fresh take. Yeah, Kamar, how was your week? That's oh, fun. I had a broke good your week. foot, sprained I, your foot. I performed on uh, Sunday and Monday. It was just brutal. Good crowds, but I just uh, ate a big dick. It was good, as we talk about in this business of show. <laughs> well, that's it, nice. At least you got some reps in. It wasn't one of them. I'm sure that the host did too much crowd work. And you think that affected your set? It just affected the crowd that they thought. They thought that was going to be the night. And they didn't even want that. Like, you know, usually the guy is just supposed to warm it up. Instead, it, like, it, he had an awkward conversations with people in the audience. Who was the host? My friend. His name? It doesn't matter. So just out of curiosity, yeah, good good for you, Kamar. Don't throw anyone under the bus. Um, you would prefer that the host did no crowd work or very little crowd well, work? crowd work, which is uh, right before you bring someone up, just do some material. Gotcha. Reset the room or whatever. But it, it was like, um, he'd be like, um, uh, so 
where do you work? And then the guy like, I'm retired. And then he like throws his hands up there like, you're not working with me. So where did you work? Like, is this, you know You're not I mean? working with me, dude. You asked a question. I gave you the answer. <laughs> like, I'm like, fucking retired. So, so it's like this aggressive um, interrogation almost. Fun. That's fun. <laughs> it isn't. I don't. I don't think it is. Pull the light up. That's on definitely them. my favorite type of crowd work. Just the like the interrogation, Nazi interrogation. <laughs> yeah. It apparently though was a group of people, and you know that thing about people who work together know each other may not want to let loose, may not yeah. want to tell everyone their sin number. Uh, unlike the coin collectors, <laughs> the clo- the coin collectors were way cool. They were Americans, <laughs> you know. God love America. Got to love America. You do. Oh, you gotta love America. I watched a crazy uh, thing about a um, woman in Florida who zipped her uh, boyfriend up in a uh, suitcase. When the police come over, she's just found him. She's distraught. And they go, what was happening? And she goes, well, you know, we, we, we were drinking a little bit. And then we, um, we did a puzzle. You should see the puzzle in there. It's an amazing puzzle. And then, um, then we did some painting. And then we didn't want to paint anymore. So uh, we played hide and seek. And uh, we thought it'd be funny if he got in the suitcase. And then I went to bed and forgot. And then in the morning I woke up and I couldn't find him. And then I realized, oh my God, he might still be in the suitcase. And he was still in the suitcase. That's her fucking alibi. That was her story. And subsequently, that's like 40 minutes of the first apprehension. But then after you see an hour and a half of her being interrogated. I mean, just using my cop, um, my my spidey sense, they they were playing hide and seek. She shouldn't know where he was. Yeah. That's the whole game. You're not playing a game. Once anymore. she knows he's in the suitcase, game's over. And then in the interrogation, um, they they go, Did you make any videos last night? Were you guys playing around? He goes, No, no, I did not make any videos. So okay, we just want you to watch this. And they put a the laptop, and it's her filming him in the suitcase saying, Let me out, I can't breathe. <laughs> and her going, Fuck you. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> it sounds like the Alex Jones trial. Yeah. Like, and she, did you write those texts? No. Absolutely not. You know I have really, the text, I have your phone right? right here. Okay, I wrote them. And, but she's like, but you need to know, I didn't intentionally want this to happen. And they're like, what? what are you talking about? And then finally at the end, they're like, uh, they're like okay, she, she keeps thinking she's getting out. She explained the story of hide and seek and the mishap of the suitcase and... You know, and they're like, yeah, of course it happens. And you didn't do it intentionally. So why are we even here? And then she's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, you're, you're under arrest. <laughs> like, why don't people ask for a fuck? Like, get the dumbest lawyer in the county in she, the room and, with and me. She at goes, least. No lawyer you, can get that woman off. There's a video of the guy asking you're missing, to get you're out missing, of this. You're missing my point. You're missing my point. Do you want to make it easy for them? You're going to walk down to the fucking station. That's exactly what they did. They said, just come on down. Yeah, of course that's what they did. We know you're innocent. Of course. We just want to, we just want to get all straight out. Clarify this. To everyone what happened. You're like, really? Yeah, no worries. And then they talk to you like, oh yeah, but they're totally, it's, 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 it's really interesting to watch. I swear to God, our YouTubes are, you know how they, they were like TikTok. If you sign up to TikTok. It can like connect, collect all the fucking info of like people around you and this and that. I feel like our YouTubes are connected. You have similar. I fucked my algo up last week or something. I, I've been getting a lot of bad stuff. I looked at, I went down some rabbit hole. I don't remember what it was, but not stuff I just can't to. Can I tell you the problem too? If you have it on autoplay and you fall asleep, yes, yes, you're fucked. That's what's going to happen because it gets because to it will just yeah. <clears throat> no, wow. but what I was saying is I got a bunch of interrogation videos this week too, long ones. 
on the Law and Order channel? On some channel, but yeah, I started watching some of them. And you didn't see the one where the guy. You guys you know, are like girls where their periods. Yes, up? Where, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You didn't I see like the one that. where the guy disemboweled his girlfriend. No, I didn't know. I watched one where this cop, <sighs> this cop killer, um, was being interrogated, and like, dude, his, these cops fucked this guy up so hard. I mean, he's a cop killer, so you know that's how they treat them. They kicked the guy in the face when they were arresting him, even though he was laying down on the ground and he lost his eye. But it's like, it's weird because they don't explain what's going on at first. And you're, you're watching it and you're like, this is the worst kind of police treatment I've ever seen. Like, like this guy has a welt. He has a fucking. Well, look at the guy that hit uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look That's at fucking... per- Hold on. He looked like he fell down some stairs. Big difference, though. Personal security. I always expect personal security is going to fuck you right the fuck but up. But we have to discuss what, what do they have the right to do? Shouldn't they just hold the person down until the police get there? Yeah, I'm just Is that saying. What they're supposed to like, do? listen, I I worked in bars forever. Bouncers <sighs> had some sort of weird carte blanche to. Did you guys people. see that Salman Rushdie? Just, oh yes, stabbed, yes, stabbed yes, in the throat. Yes, yes, he's yes, on he's a fucking ventilator. Holy yeah, it's taken off the fucking nuts. But yeah. Oh, he he's got, he's actually he getting stabbed better. Stabbed in the face, the neck, and the liver. Jesus, or something. Jesus. Jesus. As it took twenty years. That's fucking. That's a long fatwa, man. They fucking waited a long time on that. The guy, the guy is twenty four. Or 26, maybe. He was like four when the fatwa fucking... He didn't know what a fatwa was. He wasn't even born born. when the fatwa went out. Well, he was. When he been? I don't know. The fatwa went out in like 88 or something. Is that right? Yeah, he was even born. It just handed down generations. I might be wrong about that number. I'm just throwing throwing a number I also threw out 20 years as a number. I don't know. The funniest I saw, though, was Boris Johnson tweeted out about it. Boris Johnson tweeted out like, we, you know, we... We don't want to live in a society, and I wish Mr. Rushdie the, the quickest. And Count Dankula, Count Dankula replied, uh, your government throws people in jail for tweets. Oh, Simon's Sorry. out. It's fine. Kamara, that's your week? 1989. That's when the so, Wow, he was, was close. Issued. He said 88. Spot Holy on. shit. Good Look work, Simon. Look out for the movie game. Look out for the movie game. <laughs> yeah, that was my week. How was your week, Simon? Oh. So, wow, 89. That's fucking bananas. Did you feel all that rain? Did I? F- Poured last week. You, you felt it, obviously. Yeah, you saw the flooding and yeah. whatnot. But um, didn't it feel like that was transitioning into autumn, fall? No. It's cooler nights and stuff. I, I just feel it was warmer. And it's cooler now, which is cool. I hate it. I, it felt like summer was like three weeks long, and I missed a good portion of it. What? I, I feel like this was the best summer ever, but I think it's in part because... It's the first summer with the, the least amount of lockdowns and stuff. Yeah, you so also you also normal. go out of your way to like go, like. I'm a I'm a weird person where I'm like I'm not gonna I don't know, I just I don't contact people, and 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 you don't initiate anything. Well, yeah, because I'm like I don't want to bother anyone. If someone wants to hang mm-hmm. out with me, they'll fucking call me, and then my phone doesn't ring. So you know what I mean? Like I like I find myself Saturday nights. And I'm like, I know I'm 40, so it's fine. I'm at home on a Saturday night. You know where you really want to be? Unless you you knew something coming up ahead, you said you want to go, and then you let people know you're going, and then people go, I want to go too, and now you have created a plan passive-aggressively. I guess, yeah. That's the only way, but Saturday nights is for the fights, no? There was, well, no one's ever around. Like, Jared's up at the land, and Simon's been yes. busy lately, so I watched them alone. In other times, you would also be probably up at the Big Rito. That's no longer an option, so... Not even but you, you're not craving that cottage thing, outdoorsy, the woods. I mean, I try not to think about it. That's what you need to do. 
That's Dude, what you're I was I was on the Reddit for ten seconds this week, and I'm glad I'm glad I only saw one really funny thing before I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to be here. But someone, one of our listeners, is moving to Ottawa. Yes, and was like, yo, does anyone have like a a, a job, any job potential? Because I'm going to Ottawa. You, and the only comment was <laughs> someone saying. Good luck. I've never been to Ottawa, but what I've learned from this podcast is that everyone has a cottage. <laughs> no way. That's an interesting <laughs> observation. Well, I never. I, I, we always forget. Like, hey, we're in a government town. Oh There's no, a I lot of money here. It's. I. I. I'm aware of it every day. It's. It's very interesting. Yeah, like the you, bubble we live in. Yeah, I think it'd be similar to uh, people living in uh, Washington D.C. I also will say, though, I think there's something about Canada. Like, when we say cottages, they're not all, like, a lot of people just have, like, a cabin in the woods. A lot of the time in Canada, because winter's so harsh, people go hard in the paint in the summer, and I think that's why. Definitely. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Simon, how's your week? Sorry. Uh, fuck. My week was okay, I guess, you know. Just... No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Real life has taken over, and I don't care for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I um... Yeah, I mean, just a whole lot of nothing, really. You gotta escape reality. Uh, I didn't have a, I didn't fall down. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, you want to go over your injury, Kamari? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, I uh, hit some sort of soft spot on my uh, street. And when the uh, wheel, it digs into it. Cause it's like a rotor in itself. So if it's sort of soft, it'll dig in instead of just. Because each wheel has a. Well, there's only one motor. The head motor. It's in the. Front tire? Yeah. Yeah, front wheel drive. It's a little, oh, it's yeah, a little, it's a little sense. beast. Yeah, otherwise it would be crazy. Yeah, it might get a little, <laughs> might get, get a little, little crazy. dicey. <laughs> and yeah, you might do catwalks. Anyways, it just dug in and I put my leg down to stop myself and uh, I did you're, like the- you um, cooking it. What's his name? Livingston? Chris Livingston, I think it was, Syracuse. There's one where he comes down on his knee and it just goes- Oh, got hyperextension. And, uh, and when I went to get up, I went to stand on it, and my knee was not there. Wow. It was the weirdest feeling, like, just not. It just gave out from under you. It, it never, it was, it, it was like it wasn't there. And then the next day, I woke up, it was quite swollen and so stiff, I couldn't bend it. So I didn't know. Well, that's what happens when it gets swollen. I, I've never had a knee injury like this before. And I'd be concerned if I was an athlete, of a surgery or, or what, but uh, it's not going to impede my life. When I was, um... Younger, we went uh, backcountry snowboarding up at Stowe in Vermont. One of my, oh, I've been there, yeah. Some guy I knew, beautiful, yeah, was like worked for Burton and he knew all the fucking trails and blah blah blah, whatever. And um, we were going down, and I don't know. I ended up like hitting. I went to stop, and so I'm stop, 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 and this is the tree, and my board hit like. You know what I mean? Pretty hard into the middle of the tree and it like impacted both my knees up. And I knew I had kind of hurt my knee, but I was snowboarding and still I was like, fuck this, you know? In so powder? In like, yeah, yes. like it was, so was backcountry. That's yeah. easier too. Anyways, um, long story short, at the end of the day, when I finally took my boot off, I guess my boot had been holding like the swelling in or whatever. The, my whole fucking knee just went... <laughs> Just like that and fucked myself up. Did you go to the hospital? No. I went to the hospital. That's because you're a pussy. Well, no, I wasn't I wasn't sure what to do. No, at his age. You also live right next to the hospital. They took an x-ray and said, come back in two weeks if you can't feel your foot. If you lived somewhere farther from the hospital, do you think you would have gone to the hospital? Uh 
well, it's hard to say. I mean, how would he get there? Anywhere in the city. Kamar lives yeah, for block. everybody, yeah. literally. Not even a block, half a block to the hospital. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. No, I, I wanted to know if it was all right. Yeah, okay. But he said that you can't tell with so much swelling, but nothing's broken, so. Oh, the knee's like tough, said, man. I, I, I think it's, the knee is tough if you really need your knee like an athlete. But it does heal, and you may not be able to do things you want to do, but yeah, at this age, I'll be all right. How's your week, Matt? It was fine, Simon. My family, when I lived in Vancouver, my whole family went to Kicking Horse, like my mom, my stepdad, my aunt. What my is uncle. Kicking Horse? It's uh, it's a like, place? Yeah, it's like a in mountain Yukon? north of... No, no, no. Oh. It's just north of... Uh, it's like a couple hours north of Vancouver in BC. Okay. It's like a lesser-known mountain hill. Anyway, my aunt's second day... Uh, falls and breaks both her legs. Oh. I think breaks her femur as well. So she spent and she had, she had to wear like a cast up to here. Dude, she was stuck in BC for like a month and a half because she couldn't fly. Yeah, you couldn't. There was nothing they could do for her, so it was just fucking. Brutal. I remember some kid in elementary school fucked themselves up on the jungle gym. Yeah, kind of mat style. Yeah, but minus the nap, the coma. Yeah, it makes you <laughs> cherish your health. And uh, she, had, I don't know. I think it was a she, but anyways, they had to wear a cast that went like past their navel and it had like a thing cut out of the oh ass. My yeah, it was That's fucking terrible. horrible. And they used to pull her around in a wagon. Oh my god. Because she couldn't walk. You know what I mean? Oh my whole, god. Yeah, it was terrible. Terrible. Uh how was my week? It was uh it was fine. Trying to get a job in the movie industry. Nice. As an actor? No, no, no. We know that hard. I know a lot of people that are working on the set right now and why are there things going on in Ottawa? There's always they're always filming tons of shit in and around Ottawa. Well, I know because they constantly are renting out my brother's shitty yeah. bar to do it, yeah. and they used to ask uh, Tiggies to do it all the time too because they would need like a toy store for whatever some shot they were doing for a Valentine scene. I would never let them; it was a waste of my fucking time. Yeah, of course. Listen, how much do they pay the the venue to do that? Actually, if it's not a lot of work for you, like to. Change oh, yeah, it's anything? Good money. It's good money, but if you have to do a bunch of cleaning and shit, uh, sorry, Matt, go ahead. Like blow shit up, have a shootout. No, no, no. The problem, Kamar, is like if they want to move, all, like they might want just the room, and they might say we're gonna move all the furniture. Every single thing is getting moved. We're setting up lights and rigging all this shit up. Like they're gonna have to wriggle up lights and a ton of stuff anyway. But it's like if they really want to do a lot of stuff, like for Max's for the bar, they probably wanted it for the look of the bar, right? So they might add one That's or so two. So cool. Things. Ward fourteen, our first sponsor. Respect. <laughs> yeah, but there's so they anything like made for TV, Simon, seems to be filmed in Ottawa. Like hmm. all the kind of low budge stuff like that. Any like corporate stuff as well? I know training mean? videos and stuff like that. That's not what you're talking about. No, but I did just set up I just set up an account with voices. I'm gonna set up a Fiverr account this week and I'm gonna start uh there's so much voice work out there. It doesn't pay a lot. Voice. It doesn't pay a lot. It's just like a hundred bucks a gig. You read like a 30 second ad. You know what I mean? Or or you read like a, a 1500 word. Like it's not like a ton of, but if I can get a bunch of those in a week. It's credits. Be cool if you got like a cartoon. That would be neat. Those are the hardest. Um, uh, a listener, you're going to pair up with Mark, Matt, do a cartoon. But yeah, uh, so I mean, they say that at the beginning, it's a lot of audiobooks. but I, w- I would read an audiobook. Hmm, that's interesting. What about a professional laugh? I bet you that's really hard. Reading an audiobook, I yeah. imagine it's very difficult. I, and I wonder how much they make you read a day. Like, they can't ask Eight you to hours, read the whole... No fucking way. Oh, yeah. for sure. Really? 
Well, it's not they ask you. I'm sure they give you a deadline. You want to like, get it over with as, as much as you want to prolong it. There is no way you could Six read hours. a fucking you, out loud You could read for three hours. Where every word has to be perfect. That's, well, that's what I was going to say. Is you're, the problem is you're constantly going back and rereading and re, sentences yeah, because you, fuck you fucked up, it up yeah. or you just didn't like the I cadence. I think we had or, Zach Levi said it was like eight yeah. hours. Maybe it's not eight hours straight of reading, but you're in the studio for I eight hours. I believe it. Why not? You take a break. For sure. Every half hour, mm, drink maybe. some water. Maybe. But... I mean, Simon, think about it. We talk for like, you know, we talk here for four hours, no problem. It's, and thinking it's takes you, time. I get it. It's different. way different. Yeah, I understand. Way, but, but once you're into the story and you sort of want to see how it ends. The problem is I think you have to. Hey? The, the problem is I think you have to edit it. The reader? Yes. No. Yeah, I think. No what? way. He's sitting here like this and there's some guy recording him. I don't know a lot. Well, maybe for an audiobook, but for the smaller stuff, it's you definitely You think a guy is his own business, and yeah. they say, here's a book, they send it to him. Interesting. Yes, they would like you to... sends you back. Well, keep in mind, they're probably audiobook. they're probably yeah. thinking, you're going to you're gonna give it to... You're going to pay someone to edit it, right? And that comes out of your chunk. Like, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Let us know if you do know. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention, I have a huge bone to pick with Joe. Probably the biggest bone I've ever had to pick with Joe. I've just, it, I got enraged this week and I almost wrote him a letter or an email or however. That he, that you he do would that. not read? Well, you never know because it was going to be a really good letter. Wow. That's, oh, that's, a super that's, unhinged. That's, that's but we don't get to talk that's, about it until the last episode. All right. Well, we're already 20 minutes in here. That's so let's teaser. do what we do here. That's what you call a teaser. Okay. You, right on. We, I thought we had a good week. So <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> Eighteen fifty four, Rick Strassman, the mystery man. Man, it's been a long time since he was on the show. Fuck, <laughs> it's over time. It's overdue. Um, eighteen fifty five, Canadian hero Chris Best. What a name! And finish off with eighteen fifty six. We've been asking for years, literally. Nate Bargatze. No, we got him like on. eight what months ago. What are you ago. talking about? Oh, no way. Yeah. You should see my note. First time on. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Terrible yeah. first You're note. way off there. Terrible first note. Yeah. First time back since the pandemic. Oh, and now we got the blue, there the blue go. check. There good, we go. Good work. Come there on. we go. Way to go. Uh, do you want to rate the week? Someone someone want to rate the week? I give it a 1.5. No, oh, I give it a 2. Jesus. I give it a 3.5. Um, I'm just going to give it a, a just a gentle 3. Just slightly better than average. Well, we do not have an agreement. Let's find out why. Let's start off with Straussman. 1854, Rick Strassman. So he wanted to demonstrate that you could safely give people hallucinogenics and learn from it. Hallucinogens. And he got the money from the government. This was almost the exact same podcast as the last time. Is it? On. Yeah, they just. Oh, I don't even the know last if they time talked about weird? anything because new. he took six pee breaks. There were oh, parts yeah, that where was odd. there were parts where they had talked for twenty minutes and then they were like, "Are we recording?" I, there I are a thought, lot of breaks. Lot of I editing. thought that maybe there were things he could and couldn't say for some reason, and that's why. Because sometimes it almost seemed like he was like, you know, I can't. You know? Well, even then, there were, there were times where they'd come back and you could tell they had been talking because yeah. he's like, yeah, so I was telling you about the hash and you're like... So he well, didn't even take a pee break. Yeah. yeah. No, there was well, some and then there was there And then there was one edits. point where he was like, Jamie, don't put the camera on me. And I was like, is this guy shooting up in the studio right now? Or like, is something... Maybe he is. There, there were a lot of Because it was very... This was... Listen, as far as for the last five years of podcasts on Joe, this was the weirdest one as far as like I, I how agree. the content was laid out, the breaks. It was if you're a conspiracy theorist. And the problem is, you know how Spotify sucks? Yeah. So you, Do I you would think, oh, maybe that was an ad that was supposed to go there that didn't fire or 
just Spotify skipped up. So I, I wasn't sure, but now you How confirm. do you spell that guy's name? Rick Strassman. Strassman. Oh, Strassman. Uh, the, yeah, I got the Rick part. S-T-R-A-S-S-M-A-N. Kamar also. S-T-R-A. S-T-R-A-S-S-Man. I was listening to this up. This is the last one I listened to. I listened to it last night. I'm Same. not I'm not kidding. Um, there was like a 20 minute stretch where I I the algo hit me with like 10 ads. Yes. And then you'll you'll listen to four hours. Some yeah, ad. and then but I I'm I was at the beginning, I was blown away. I was like, there's gotta be something wrong with the app right now. Cause like I got hit with three athletic greens ads, a a DraftKings, a FanDuel, like so I very rarely get ads until this episode, at which oh, time I got well. 10 ads. So I wonder if all those edit marks are seen by the player. And so here's a, here's a good spot for a, there's an edit here. Let's put it in. Cause I'd be interested to know from any, any episode you listen to recording wise, how many edits there are in it. It's mm-hmm. an hour long yes, or whatever. Right. Is there I, like most of the time there, I'm assuming there are zero hundreds well, some are hundreds. Yes, yes, yes. Like wow. Mark Maron's is heavily edited. Well, I know, but we're talking about Rogan's. We're not talking about no, and Rogan's. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about Rogan. I'm, I'm talking about the average podcast. Oh no, no. I'm Sorry. talking about Jamie and no, Rogan's no. podcast. I would say how many edits are there in a normal episode? Rogan, one, two, Rogan three. Rogan rates highly ten. as one of the most just unimpeded until yeah. Straussman, <laughs> and then we throw those numbers out the window. Well, no, there's certain ones like Latrell was another one that kind of like ended abruptly and had like weird breaks. You know, where his who is Latrell? Uh, the Navy SEAL that was like, remember his? He lost his whole fucking squad. Chris Latrell got drunk. Oh, right. Remember? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I Your guys' memories to recall this stuff is superhuman. Not really. He's I, the guy that had catchphrase for everything. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy. He's I do a, not remember lots of. There was a weird edit at the end. Wow. How do you remember stuff you don't remember? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> My point is, there's been a few episodes where there's been some weird, like you know, I mean, going to the bathroom isn't. That's fine. Absolutely. I just figured I was like, maybe this guy's got diabetes or like uh-huh. some sort of, you know. I thought the same. Um, well, he's an old man. Listen, you go to yep. the bathroom a lot when you're an old man. That wasn't, I don't have a problem with the bathroom breaks. It, they just didn't seem like bathroom breaks. They seemed like times where he didn't want to say something. And then all of a sudden we were cutting. And then Matt's absolutely right. You'd come back and you're like, were these guys talking for like 20 minutes while we were gone? Well, but we know because of one edit that clearly they were because of that. About the hash. Yeah. Yeah, because he's well, no, because he says, "Hey, are, are we the rec- hash in two different periods of time?" But it was sort of. But even then, he says to to Jamie Hare, "Are we recording?" And I was thinking, I was like, "Are we recording?" You guys have been talking for like twenty minutes since your last break. Of course, you're recording. It was a trip. Yeah, yeah it was all. Yeah, it, it was a psych psychedelic audio experience. You went in and out of realms. <laughs> so, Night? Simon, are you? Oh, I'm so sorry. I just have a quick question for Simon. After listening to this guy, are you now less likely to do DMT? Really? Yeah. Well, this is what I was saying. I, because, uh, listen, I'm going to tell you, all right? So, remember I was telling you, oh, Kamar's friend, our friend, I trust him. I like what he's kind of doing. I feel good about that. When we were out the other night, another friend is like, oh, no, don't worry about it. I have DMT. I was, and I'm, dude, I oh, was you just were about to say that. Yep. Where, where did you get it? Oh, I made it. Yep. Like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> Anyway, so no, I'm less likely. I, that's where I thought th- this was not an advertisement for it at all. No. And I thought it was responsible in coming off that way. He he wasn't like, this is the answer to everything, like more people on mushrooms are and whatnot. I mean, he talked about that he went crazy. 
Mm-hmm. He said, I like talking to crazy people because I went crazy and I had to be talked down. So there is that. Well, that's what, my ultimate. Sorry, come here. What if I do this and I'm never the same again? Like, that is a, a thing. But I think they did communicate it's from overuse. Mm-hmm. Like, so he, he was like, I've seen guys just do too much of it and go around the bend. But I, I think one time there's no danger. No, he, again, I just want to know where it's coming from. Knowing. Not some guy's bathtub. That it comes from your pineal gland. That they don't really know what that is there for, but it like does everything. It's probably the home of consciousness as well. Just the whole idea of how can you um, hallucinate something you can't imagine? How can you hallucinate something you can't imagine? That's like you, you could yeah. imagine anything you saw in a movie or anything that that could be, but you, you see something that you can't. Well, because you would, have things in your brain that you don't even know are there. Like you know when they say we use only ten percent of our brain. I know that's a misnomer, but I think the point of that is like we don't even know half of the again what even is going on in our brain. So, um, it's interesting. It's it's interesting to think like okay so if DMT is in everything and we're all it's it's controlling consciousness right so we're all just on this trip together then like what are we, like what are we like where are these sacks because like obviously the DMT is within this sack of meat and we're all like it, is the world real is it just random I, I know it's it, it, and I gotta say talking about it is trippy I spit water out laughing so hard when he was like yeah I, I know one guy that did it so much that the entity started telling him don't come back I I started laughing so hard because in my head I was I was picturing this guy going into this realm where they're like love love and then the fifth time he's there they're like all right, he's back. Okay, love, love. <laughs> and then like on the 27th time he comes in, they're like, buddy, not again. Yeah. Yes. Not you, no. motherfucker. <laughs> well, that's an interesting thing too that it has this, but when they, when they were talking about their experiences, I'm concerned that I heard this before I took DMT because like they repeated sort of things that I thought that I experienced. It, it, that I was, think that's the thing, That was it? just just weird. And what's the consistency? I like that he said, because I've mentioned there's some sort of droning rhythmic beat and it's probably your heart. I mean, don't, don't you think that the fact that everybody kind of sees these same things on DMT, that like that should correlate into the fact that it's coming from the DMT and not necessarily like we all have the Everyone, same if, thing if, inside if you us. Drink, not a, it's not a shared trip. It's uh, this is what this drug does. If you drink alcohol, you get drunk. If you take, yeah, sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not that that's that's, that's the, the weird thing is is what he got into, which you must have been somewhat interested in, in that it's like been around longer than we have. Mm-hmm. Like our whole civil, all the internet, everything we have, people have been doing this. And how on the fuck, how on the fuck did those people who lived in the jungle, who were supposed to not be able to do nothing, manage to find the two plants that together, I'm talking about ayahuasca yeah, yeah. now, like you need one for the other. A lot of people died. And they don't like grow next grow. to each other wrapped amongst each a other, of, you know? Like, but I, I think that it's a simple explanation is just trial and error. No, I think simple explanation is like that was passed down through the ages as, you know, this is what Which you do. Which means it's important. Can I tell you something, Simon? It could also just bear with me here. It's it could, there's always the chance it's just dumb luck. Yeah, Occam's razor. No, what's the other one? Never put to uh, conspiracy. Well, there's what a, you can there's put a, to human there's error. a chance there's Hanlon's another razor. 
to plan to do something even better for all of us. Yeah. Listen, there are so many plants in the rainforest that they find all the time new, that they've never seen before, new species. One of those could be the cure to cancer. Like I'm telling you, my dad, they were doing like research at one point on some crazy drug down in um, South America or whatever that had to do with the, they were getting like really good um, depression reactions from it. And then it was like a race to the, I don't know what it ended up turning into because this was years ago. It's probably like Zoloft or something, but uh, yeah, that's how that shit works, man. And then people run down there and they try and like get the patent on the plant. I don't know exactly how it works. But. He must have mentioned in the last episode, but the um, Controlled Substances Act of 1970 is like a crazy turning point in just our existence. Yeah, like a decision made for better, for worse, whatever. I, I don't know, but that's why 69 is. Who was the president when that happened, Kamar? Do you know? I think it was Nixon. I think what, it would have what been year Nixon was it? That. Still 1970. But the year before, they went to the moon and then all. Dr- like, what was it like for those 10 years or those first 20 that years? That wasn't Nixon. I don't think so. I'm going to so. tell you. Yeah, Nixon, he's right. Oh, 1970. But like from 69 till, say, 50. I mean, it feels like before 1950, life was black and white. It was. Well, I mean, no uh, pun intended, but just or pun intended. reality, like it, it hadn't been touched by the money. It hadn't been so soiled yet by the um, industrial complex, like the parties and the trips that were happening in 1970. And then since 1970, it's all been stunted. And who knows? Like he's saying the longest anyone's ever done it is like a half hour. That trip that like and it was interesting. He said, when you inhale it, you freak out too fast. It happens so fast you can't even process to take the other three hits. So if you take a step back and you think about it, like looking in as an observer. 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 um, The hippie movement, this was um, them trying to be reintroduced to society, right? The way it probably had been throughout time where the church came in and crushed it and then you'd have people who brought it up again. What, what uh, don't you understand? Uh, the hippies, the government was trying to reintroduce hippies into society? No. The hippies were trying to reintroduce psychedelic... Um, Let low, cut loose. The, the plant medicines, the all of that In stuff. the 50s, everyone had gone so rigid and just... Just dirt, like dirt, dirt, the dirt, witches dirt. were trying to do in Salem. Uh-huh. They got snuffed out. And then the hippies get snuffed. This is just a repeating pattern over time of this like plant medicine trying to come back up and then being crushed by whatever power is. What I wanted to know is whoever's researching this stuff, do they have access to all the information the CIA has? No. From those op- No, like they do what, not. And it, they owe it to, to give up that information. Like, barring incrimination or fucking being incriminated. I feel like all of the shit that the government was running... It was all no, but the ends were for no good. So it feels like the data is just fucking um, tainted to begin with. I would say the data is the data, regardless. (laughs) There's valuable stuff they know about hallucinogens. What a sweet time to be alive, though. Think about it. There's barely any STDs, and the government is giving out acid. Mm -hmm. Like Joe talks about it. Like yeah, I mean Charlie Manson. You know, okay, couple bad apples, but in general, like imagine if you were alive. Imagine if you found out that you were like. The government was just giving us free weed for like no a decade. No phones, minimal TV. Everyone was just out. Yeah. Outside. 
Well, as soon as I found out that the government was trying to do it, I would be very skeptical of the whole thing. Yeah, but you wouldn't know until 10 years after. And if you were getting high at the time appropriately, would you give a shit? Well, again, that just seems like a fucking um, really evil way to kind of dupe and sedate your populace. Oh, I'm not saying I'm like, I'm for it. I'm just sitting there saying, if you're looking back and you're like, you were a hippie at the time, you're like, yeah, I was getting a lot of free acid. Like, I don't know, that's... That's not the worst. Mm-hmm. But the, all those drugs are still out there now, plus more. Yeah, wait, dude, I watched a piece the other day on what's going on in the streets right now, and it's fucking, it's so scary. Fentanyl? It's not even fentanyl. Now it's fentanyl mixed with benzos. That's what's killing people. And then in the States, it's this xylazine. It's like a horse tranquilizer that they add to the fentanyl because it's legal in China. Because China can't make fentanyl anymore so before controlled substances everyone's freaking out but whatever there's some semblance of order and now everything's controlled and it's out of control yeah seriously it's a real oxymoron mm-hmm. uh, yeah i guess but um we were talking about reagan last week i knew this was gonna come no up. but really like just calmly really calmly so it doesn't seem crazy when you think about that guy that actor that they made into president no experience, no nothing, just literally an actor. He was in a fucking movie with a monkey, you know? That was his claim to fame. He put in every thing that is now wrong with the United States, and nobody is looking back and, like, saying... Yeah, but they moved a lot of money in the right direction. Oh, no, for sure. They moved a lot I know. of money If you're a conspiracy the theorist, though, how do all roads not lead to Ronald Reagan, you know? I, I really think they do, man. Well, do you think in another five years people are going to wake up to this? Or they, it's like the train has left the station? I have no idea. I assume so. Like, everybody's always looking for the next big thing. Well, this would be a great book to write for uh, Democrats. All roads lead to Reagan. Yeah. I like it. I like it, too. Uh, people are freezing their brain. Would you guys ever think about that if you had fuck you money? Was part of your... No. What's the point? And like they said, if you... If you froze your brain and you went into like Nirvana or Utopia and you're just chilling and then they thaw you, oh, you come out and they're like, sorry, you're here. Well, that's what scares me about cremation is like, you know, you're, you do it, you get cremated and then you get up there and they're like, oh yeah, we just need that, uh, that toe off your body to let you get into heaven. It's, it's oh, the magic, fuck, it's the magic key. No, that's it's, not going to happen. It's floating in a river in like 50 million pieces. <laughs> But if your brain... You're God, figure it out. <laughs> if your brain is in a computer, like what problems do you have? But maybe your brain's in a computer right now. But, uh, no, I'm thinking a brain <laughs> in a computer, I'm thinking, does, no, it, but, does but, it get hungry, <clears throat> doesn't feel tired? And you got 99 no, but you're, problems. You're assuming, like, you can program all that in. You do get tired, you do get hungry. That's what I'm saying. Right now, we could all be in a... Like, you don't know that, like Simon's fucking dinosaurs making the subway. You don't, you can't say definitively no, that no, we no, aren't I, in I, a simulation. I'm not trying to push that's that. not, that's actually Brett's dad's. It's just, fine. Whoever I, it is. I use it. My point is very simply that we can't say it definitively. So you could, for all intents and purposes right now, be in a simulation that is a computer. And you're feeling hungry or angry or sad or whatever. I think there's a parallel between um, people talking about UFOs. Yeah. Or talking about psychedelic experiences. Like if the stigma, if I tell you this crazy trip and maybe there's some grain of great knowledge and wisdom or it's just 
uh, mumbo jumbo, you're not taking seriously. Oh, you tripped out. Like, will there be a time when people go and like come back with information for people on mass, like, uh, you know, professional trippers. If it is another dimension, if it is ancient wisdom that, We've been pushing ourselves. Well, away don't from. you think people would have come back with that information already? People already. have been doing this for even in our. Maybe it's out there, but would you take it seriously if it, you told, someone told you, "Yeah, I did, I did diarrhea and puke." What you know, ayahuasca. Sometimes you, you're sick, but you trip out and you come through the yeah. realizations because you saw that. Um, it doesn't matter what someone. I don't think what someone else sees can affect you. Aaron Rodgers just did it recently. And that's it. Just, he seems like an accomplished guy, happy, and like he said, it improved him. So on that idea, is controlled ayahuasca. Everything is that something you're interested in? No, I have no interest in shitting and puking those or diarrhea, and I love shitting, but the mm-hmm. I, I, love I, don't, I don't like all of that. Flex. You know the the puking. Mm-hmm. I'm not a puke guy. Like peyote has never appealed to me because I know part of the process is just fucking losing everything inside you. How about this? Let me ask you a better question. If you knew with almost certainty that like one ayahuasca trip, so all you had to do it was once, you're going to throw up, okay? You'll get through that. Then you'd never smoke a cigarette again. Ooh. Ooh. What an easy way out. Like like Kamar's buddy on the mushrooms, you know what I mean? Like if you just knew, if you knew this specific dose, I'm gonna have that terrible twenty minutes of of vomit and feeling awful. No, and I don't like the puking. <clears throat> wow, smoke on, baby. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe I'd try it on mushrooms first, where I don't have to puke or DMT or something. Uh, do you guys do you guys know about those Navajo code runners? Like yeah, code they made talkers? a movie about wind talkers. It. Yeah. Yeah, it was. They made with, a movie uh, with that Canadian Matt. Yeah. Be- oh, Jesus! With my the- wife knows him. Knows a wind talker? No, the Canadian no, the, actor the that was in there. the the movie. He's yeah. a Canadian. And they won the war. Adam. Adam Beach. Beach. Adam. What is it? Beach. Yeah. Adam Beach. That's him. He was. Uh, did anybody? Nobody else but a Canadian would know this show. Uh, north of sixty. Did anybody of watch course, that? Yeah, it was one of my faves. With the Mountie. With the Mountie. Yeah. I sat beside him on a plane. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. No, that's another. What was that? One? No, there's two Mountie shows. You're thinking of? Um, no, I'm talking the one with like the dude. He's like in a like a Mountie outfit. Yeah, that's not. No, oh, that's of not the one. Okay. North of sixty is up on the res. Oh yeah, I remember which one you're talking about now. Yeah, with that um, classic Canadian. It had um, tons of cl- Canadian, yeah, but it yeah, had yeah. the one the Native, uh, Native American Ameri- dude with the big head. Canadian, actually, Native Canadian. Sorry, Native. Yeah. My apologies. With the big head, him. exactly. Yes, you, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Kind of looks like. Anyways, yeah, you know who I'm talking. about. I think of no, you were exposure. thinking of I'll come Northern Exposure. That's the one I was thinking of. That's what it was called. Northern Exposure doesn't have a Mountie. I think it does. Northern Exposure is the one where they're in the small little town in Alaska. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what you're thinking of. Okay, Don't tell do. him yeah, okay? Because it's no. <laughs> There's one with a cop at a Mountie. Yes, I'm going. Okay, enough. Move on with your next point. By the way. All the shows we're talking about are terrible. Not North Exposure. No, Exposure. Northern Exposure is awesome. And so is Northern Exposure. Well, hear yeah. me out. Hear me out. They're, they're shot like Canadian television was shot pre-2010. Uh, about the story. Which was very difficult what, to the, watch. Hey, what's the one you just said, Kamar? Just told me Northern that. Exposure. That's an American show. It's not a Canadian yeah, show. Yeah, but there's a, really? I think there's a, a Mountie that okay. uh, is on. You're thinking border. of Due South. 
do sell. Thank you. That's the guy I sat beside. Okay, Kumar, you happy now? Paul Gross, that's who you sat beside. That's who I sat beside. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. I appreciate you looking that up. No problem. I think there is a Mountie. I did it more uh, for me than for you, but you're welcome. Fair enough. He talked about doing the Jaguar, which is a little bit of the MTO DMT, which is the one that is the death that Mike Tyson talked about. Is it MTO? Doesn't matter what it is. I don't think it is. You're not doing it. M N E O. M M N E O. Yeah, M N E O. But we're that sort of is that the the plant in our head telling us to mix stuff like it remind me of a candy flip or whatever the combinations of drugs like we do like we're just prone to I don't no it's human <laughs> I think it's get... I think it's different with designer drugs than it is with uh natural drugs oh it, well it's a lot more dangerous with well no what drugs. I'm saying is I could see the like the plant gods telling you to mix these two things. I don't think like uh, heroin tells you to mix with fucking Coke to get the best high. You know what I mean? Ask a heroin junkie. You never know. Well, I guess. It just seems a lot less natural, I guess, is my point. That's I know true, they yeah. still come from plants, but they've been so fucking processed by that point. Mm-hmm. He asked Joe what is what gives him hope? Because I, I forget what the last one was, but it been a lot of uh, doom and gloom on the podcast. Well, Joe keeps saying civil war. Like, dude, stop saying it, first of all. Like, it's well, like you're it, wishing this into fucking existence. I like, think I, stop I, saying I civil think the war. I is just how, like, social media isn't real, but it's real. Okay. The civil war is on social media. That's where it will be fought as well. No, it's it's happening as we speak. Earlier today, battlefields have been purchased in the metaverse. Earlier today, fifteen hundred Democrats were killed on Twitter by a mob of angry right wing conspiracy theorists. Like I don't, maybe I I I agree with you. That is where the war is happening. But but war in the streets is like over fast. If if it's just between ideologies of. conservatives and democrats or republicans and democrats because the republicans have all the guns not if you're in the inner city it really would make sense though if um trump and what's his name uh alex jones had been communicating just text you know because they're buddies and trump had said like oh yeah when i left i took a bunch of shit and when his phone records were, because remember I said they sent him yeah, immediately course, yeah. to the January 6th commission and then they raided his house. Like all of these things are happening. It, it makes perfect sense to me. Well, I think they have all the information now because they raided his house and they raided uh, Alex's phone. So that piece if of, there's been they didn't doing, raid Alex's phone. Alex's phone was given up by his difference. lawyer, which I wonder, I heard another thing. Uh, anyways, go on. We'll talk. About I heard. Later. I sent Simon an, uh, a headline this week that was just so f- oddly written. It was like Trump has been raided for taking stuff with him <laughs> from the White House. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. But that taking stuff is like yeah, a treasonable yeah, offense. I know. But they said it's like papers. I'm like, he doesn't read papers. Why would he take it? Someone else he knew took it. I just wonder why he would. I want to look at these documents unless he's doing something nefarious. I have a lot of folders. I took a lot of folders. I mean, I'm sure Putin would be very interested in... 
maybe some top secret nuclear files. I'm sure he would. <clears throat> and maybe that's what he did. And if they're going to get him. No, I'm just I'm trying to counteract your idea of Trump not taking something. Why? He's not that stupid. You're, I, I don't believe like he's hard up for money, but maybe he is. I don't think it's a money thing. He's just want to be friends. Yeah. With and he's hard up for we money. do know that he was in massive debt. <clears throat> and he and he thought he could get away with stealing nuclear. Oh, secrets. I don't know if he stole anything. It might all be Fugazi. I'm just, I, 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 I don't think it's Fugazi. such a small, a uh, far stretch to imagine that going down. I just went to the what about us and was like, why don't they raid Nancy Pelosi's house and get to the bottom of her husband? Oh, they absolutely should do that. That'd feel better. Back to the podcast. <laughs> Back to the podcast. It'd be interesting to know how much our senses have deteriorated. Over the last hundred years, because of technology and just our comfort, like how much better we could smell, see, hear. I'm sure we used to have six. How many senses do we have? Five. Well, we used to have seven. Taste. So you think we had two that disappeared and the other five are now deteriorating. Yeah. And you're just losing them slowly, but surely, you know, I am surprised there's no, uh, how would you tell? Because I think they just deteriorate with age as well. It's not like a 90-year-old person that has better senses. Well, like you didn't have, you don't have your smell um, so you can go out and smell fancy fucking pies. You know what I mean? That's not why it's built into you. It's smell built danger. into you to, or to hunt or to whatever the fuck it smell is. Smell something toxic. Something to survive. It's not. Yeah, but you, can I? You don't have fucking eyes to stare at screens. You have eyes to keep you alive. Can I counter this? And I know, I know you're going to say we don't have records that far back and you're right. That's fine. But like, I mean, in some senses we've gotten better. Like think about the hundred meter dash. Yes. Well, a hundred years ago, they ran it in like 14 seconds. That was like the training and that was like the fastest time and technology and shoes and stuff. Yeah. So now guys are running it in under 10. Now I get it. I know you're going to say like, we don't know for sure that some Aztec, way the fuck back couldn't but you could argue that you know shoes like nike shoes are going to help you run a shitload faster than just your bare feet or flip-flops or sandals or, or something. someone would wear bare feet yeah and, so and yeah totally but like running in a straight line unimpeded who fucking cares like i'm sure they were native, we have hurdles native I mean, canadians who could run the planes while fucking throwing a spear at a buffalo that's not know? my point my point though is like you can't just say across the board that we're getting shittier in all senses in all areas. I don't, I don't, I No, I think what he's saying is like your hearing, your smell, your vision. I think those things are all probably like, we don't have to use them as much anymore. We don't need to use our vision to see eagles coming to steal our babies. We use it to stare at a screen that is this. Far I would away say screens have hurt our vision. I was thinking like with hearing, it would have been a generation in of the war mute. that heard lots of guns and had bad hearing. Earphones are probably killing your Earphones, hearing and you don't even know uh, it. Amplification of music in general. It'd be a lot harder to listen to something really loud. The only thing they'd have is maybe air sirens and yeah, engines. But, but again, like I think just like evolution, I think some people were born because their ancestors had crazy great hearing. I think some people are just born with better hearing than the rest of us. Some people have incredible yeah, vision. Sure. But I think, I don't know. You think senses are as good as they've ever been? No, I think we've lost certain ones for sure. I think it's evolutionary, right? Like you don't, like you guys, like you said, we don't need to smell like we used to. So we probably have lost, there's a candle right behind Like we probably used to be able to taste through our fingertips (laughs) and that just doesn't exist anymore. That's possible. Like some sort of bug. Sure. 
or even better yet, maybe we used to have like, because that seems crazy. Well, it doesn't. But it's maybe, just you're tasting shit all the time because you're walking around. Maybe we used on... to have like a sonar or a, that's the type of sense we may have had sure. and lost, right? But keep Something in mind. that we just don't need anymore because everything is so convenient. I'm sorry. But I was going to say like when you have a sonar, you know, it's like a balance. Like when you have a sonar, you don't need great eyes because you probably like a bat use the sonar mm-hmm. for a lot of your. So we have a we have a nice balance that's gotten us to the top well, of the, the food chain. Exactly. Sure. But we also like so humans at some point, instead of our bodies progressing to change, we have made change happen for us. And I wonder if that has stunted our, that's the our need growing. for any more evolution, you know, Through because genetics. Like, I spent too much time this week thinking about how a T-Rex has very short arms and no opposable thumbs and how they would weld the subway tracks together. And I was like, what am I even wasting my time for this? They use your feet. Okay, well, I mean, if you really want to go there, I don't. I really don't. The idea that the T-Rex had these tiny little arms, like, we take that from one fault. I'm just saying, maybe there was another... um, But why? We know, hold on. We know they were bird-like, right? So if a a flightless bird probably has, like, short, stubby, little useless arms or wings. Um, Again, we might be talking about the dying embers of those dinosaurs maybe the original dinosaurs were much more human-like and had thumbs and were able to build subways but I, again see how we convenient, just don't but know but you, it's don't so know. weird to be like we have these fossil records but like how good are they what if there was a super dinosaur hundreds of millions of years well, before we have that had so, multiple thumbs? we have so few fossils of dinosaurs and we make we just like everything else that humans do when it comes to history we have to extrapolate off the tiny little bit that we have it's just possible that we have it all wrong. Maybe we were looking at the pets of the dinosaur overlords, you know, like who built the subways. Or maybe we're looking at literally just there weren't that many of them because they dinosaurs were so big. Maybe were like we found co- all of them. Dinosaurs are like cockroaches. Yeah, they're just exactly. little little remnants. Because if the if the thing hits the earth, there was a crazy society with technology better than ours now. Sure, and something hits the earth, mm-hmm. there are no remnants of that. But wouldn't you argue that if they had way better technology than us, they would have figured out a way to divert said? Like, we're already trying to figure that out. I would agree with that. I mean, some things are probably just out of control in the Again, I'm just saying, if you're going with that, remember that dude who was like, you have a tier one, tier two, whatever, tier three society, like, or civilization. Like, if they had gotten to tier two, then there's a... We have a long way to go to tier two. Well, he's only Um, said like a thousand years or something. No, no, but I'm just saying we could have had a civilization that was equally advanced, but different, that was nowhere near a tier two, and would have no ability to um, control the... Sure. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm with you. Listen, they could have stuff. been 500 years short of the tier two, and the hit been but gotten hit they, by an asteroid. They existed. Okay. And said, "Okay, well, we gotta go. We can't. We can't stop this thing. So, we're all out of here. We'll come back here, and we're going to Mars. A billion years when uh, the dust settles. Hmm. Interesting. And other, these are the aliens happen. that are coming back now to see. And they're like, "Oh, we survived." They were like, we "Holy shit! Weird. This place is supposed to they be really, empty." They really took a step back there. <laughs> How well, they figure out? You nukes? know that sarcastic. I like what you did with the place. Well, if they were the <laughs> lizard people, right? Yeah. Like they, w- we would be so much different from them. It wouldn't even make sense. We would be a whole different species. Ew, look not at their in, skin. It's not all an evolution of gross. them. We'd be our own kind of thing that now took over the world. This is all making a lot of sense. Boom. Breakthrough. Thank God for Strassman. Is there a way for psychedelics to go mainstream? Of course. They're almost there. 
We're, we're so close. We are so close. Because it needs celebrity you endorsements. Saw, you saw cannabis go mainstream. Matt and Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. We, we are so close. Cannabis was always mainstream. Shut the fuck up. It just got legalized. Well, but that, but that we were talking about the other week. People on. do something just because when it's it gets, illegal. Yeah, yeah. But hold on. When cannabis was illegal, if you had taken uh, a huge sample size of your average taxpayer, I guarantee you it comes back close to fifty percent smoke a little bit of pot in a year. Uh, I think most people wouldn't admit it in your little survey. First of all, if it wasn't legal, well, I'm saying it's an anon- If you are. did an anonymous survey, like never going to come back to you, I guarantee you it was close to fifty percent in Canada. Uh, okay, sure. Okay. It wasn't mainstream in advertising. It wasn't mainstream not ta- in I'm not talking about talking. advertising. It wasn't... God, I hate you. <laughs> well, that's what mainstream is. The devil's in the details. Be, um... But yes, Kamar, to it's, answer your it's question, all, it's I absolutely it's, think it's, 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 it's on the doorstep. And the microdosing is what will... It, it, you're, you're not going to sell it at first on people tripping out because that's too far a first step. But microdosing, where you don't even feel it, but you feel better, that is like such a What would be really interesting, too, is through the research, if they can find out, oh, you shouldn't do this, you should do this. You, like what drug Your genetics have a tendency, interesting. whatever. And only through testing can we tell, you know, people with blood type C really wreck well to this one where a positive whatever it is i don't i don't even know my blood types but just something in those details yeah but back to ronald reagan there's too many people that were like around back then that that were part of the drug war or like believed in it like my stepdad he would never like if my stepdad became severely depressed and you told him like i could help you with mushrooms he'd be like i'm just going to be depressed because he doesn't believe that mumbo jumbo, or he doesn't want to go crazy. He just—it's a drug to him. Wouldn't you know? Yes, can't do a drug. Well, thank no, drugs but are if bad. the drug comes from your doctor, isn't that the same as taking like fucking? Advil. I still Nero- don't think naloxone or yeah, whatever. Exactly. I exactly. still don't know if he would. I'm telling you, well, like my little brother. My little brother could benefit from mushrooms a great deal, but like he too is like it's a drug, and I don't yeah. do drugs. Oh no, but it's when it becomes legal, then it's no longer a drug. It's a more of a medicine, right? Thank God for the in uh, military industrial complex. Yeah, thank God for that, Ed. Big oil. Good for you guys. Because they've created... Don't forget Big Pharma. That was awesome, too. Yeah. The, the industrial, all great. The military industrial complex have caused such a problem with like 6,000 troops a year killing themselves that they have vested interest in this going forward. In a, in a weird way. like They have no interest in helping their own people or they would be trying to do it right now. They uh, all you hear are fucking horror stories about guys coming back from the war and being totally forgotten by their fucking country. But I think they're scrambling, and I think this is having breakthroughs with uh, psychedelics and helping people with PTSD. Oh, listen, I I wish that was the case, man. But that's not why they're doing this. They're doing this because they see a fucking market to make money. Oh, it's leaning into big pharma. And hold on, hold on. Just can I quickly though? In a way, in a way, there's nothing wrong with that side of the market. Like, hear me out. So let's say Nancy Pelosi and all her cronies invest deeply in mushrooms or psilocybin or whatever, okay? They invest deeply, then they push it so that veterans can get it to help. That's, I know that's a that's shitty... That's why I said, thank God for the military industrial complex. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's a shitty way of looking at it. I get it. But if it if it can solve the problem with veterans with PTSD and Nancy Pelosi's already fucking stupid rich and that... We're not. We're, not, we're never going to solve that side of it anyway. Why not help some veterans in doing it? Right. I, I think so. 
We're, yeah, we gotta, I guess gotta hope. No problem like that. I said, Simon, if Nancy Pelosi is already fucking us in the market, l- let's at least help some people out in the doing of it. Like, I, I, no matter how we get there, at least we got there. Yeah. Like, if Nancy Pelosi could make $100 billion a year of soup kitchens, that would be fucking great. She's still going to make her money. Uh, when when Joe talks about the... How the fu- sorry, hold on. How the fuck... Like, everybody knows Nancy Pelosi must have been doing insider trading. There, there were, can't be any doubt about that at this point. And everybody Go just on. ignores it? Just like everyone knows Trump's done something bad and they're going after him. Okay, that you didn't say anything that made sense. <laughs> They've gone after him for four years plus now. Yeah, they. If there was a competent cop or something, they'd get him on something. Well, I the, I, so this is where and, I'll just and she benefits from the same. You can't catch me. I'm not sure I understand. Still, the 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 the, the pursuit of Trump has been since the day he got elected. Correct. They've been trying to arrest him, get rid of Russia him, Gate, the hookers, the this, the and that. yet he's still walking around his house golfing today. And I think he will continue. If he gets arrested, I'll actually be surprised at this point. But whatever, we know he's done something shady and bad, right? Mm-hmm. He must have. But no one. He's, but we don't know exactly what he's done. We know what Pelosi's done. It's right there. It shouldn't even be hard. But has to she prove. had the FBI and the CIA investigating her for the last four years? So if she has even had that, yeah. But hold on. But she plays the game with them. Yeah. That's the only difference. Yeah. Well, we, we get into that with. Uh, oh well, no, that, she that was another. is them. No, no, no. But my point is, she as is soon as them. Trump got in, didn't he? Like he had the thing with Mueller, and he was trying to fire like the head of. Trump he tried to clear house with the whole fucking This is my CIA. point. This like is my point. Good. You guys haven't seen the or guy FBI? on uh, the Lex, I saw The guy most recently. It's a great. No, no, not the most recent. The second most. You're talking recent. about the guy with the ponytail on yeah. Lex? The guy with no, the curly. I've, yeah, yeah, whatever, I've yeah. heard him on other things before. Very interesting. He articulates ways that Trump wasn't the worst person in the world as I, a president. I saw, yeah, where he was talking um, about how he was I like. I would love to see him with Mike Baker. He wanted to. On well, Joe. Yeah, we'll, we'll, well get to my, that. My. Skepticism remains the same for both of those guys. Because if I was the CIA, um, I would pick a guy just like that to say things exactly like that, right? Like he's the perfect misinformation, disinfer, misinfer, back again, Asian, you know? But it's a really interesting talk. In any event, um, when Joe talks about if you were, if we ought to go to leaders, hey, Let's not help a country for a year and just put all our resources into ours. And we'll just, we'll let them fall, falter for a year. And then when everything's fixed in our country, then we'll go back to that. Why not? Yeah. You shouldn't be out fighting any wars if you have this much homelessness in your own country. And we have our own issues here as well. But I'm, I don't know if you see oh, what's going on. Are we I, out I, fighting I, wars? I, I think the problem is this, that they're like we're throwing adequate money at homelessness and we're still not fixing it. Money's not the problem. So I think we realize that from California, money is not the issue. No, money is the issue. No, it is not. Yeah, it's just about how you spend that money. I think it's shelter. That's the biggest. Well, issue. what do you think makes shelters? Money. No, but you're not listening. You're not even or fixing people the, to build the shelters. You're not fixing the problem by sheltering people. They're still drug addicts. You need to fix the overlying addiction issue before you can do anything. If you okay. can't get people off drugs, they won't get off the street. It doesn't matter if you give no, them. No, the, the going um, idea now, and they tried it in some state. I don't remember which one. They had really good uh, results. You get them a house first. The house comes with a uh, therapist that they have to go to, like it's hand in hand. But you can't ask somebody to like 
try and be clean but not have a place to live. It's just they don't oh, I understand together. that. I get it. So uh, I'm with you. I think you just have to flip, you know? I'm just saying you can't... Listen, I'm just saying that right now, like if you look at San Francisco, the amount of money that they dump into trying to fix and their they have problems. all those companies that I'm sure lending money but or they had money. was it Colyon Mar who showed the amount that like they get and like they it's wasted it's all goes to like uh, administration yeah their their system is fundamentally fundamentally broken like not the, for the people making the money millions of dollars I, I said fundamentally broken millions and millions of dollars go into these causes and then get spread out amongst like so many sticky fingers Focus groups. yeah I, or whatever i don't know what i'm just saying though i still don't think like i i think that's uh, i mean here i I'll, don't want to kick a dead horse but that would be an easier um thing to eradicate than uh, racism way, I, I, way easier okay. kamar yeah uh, you're not beating a dead horse. first of all if we're throwing money at something if we're not giving money away to any foreign entities for a year we have a massive infrastructure problem in North America that no one really wants to talk about. They they just tried to give it a trillion dollars, but obviously it was that thick. But if we just said we need to fix all the bridges, dams, highways. The work and just the infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. Like, first of all, the amount of jobs you create there alone is huge. Because do, do you have a, do you have a uh, go ahead, don't worry about the climate for this period, the next five years of infrastructure building, or do you have restrictions on that? Well, I don't under okay. I'm not a fucking builder, so do you, I don't know. Do you, do you know what I mean? I wonder now when we're, this we're trying to shut everything down. Is it impeding us from making the progress we want, trying to save the planet? Yeah, you've mentioned that many times that you think us trying to save the planet is impeding us. What if there is no planet for us to live on? Then what have we there done? There is no planet for us to live on. Well, that, like you've mentioned that, it, the planet doesn't care man, about us. That is going to happen. Yeah, but if you can. Mar, if we can get there in 20 years or 200 years, which one should we go for? Which one's more fun? <laughs> Got the broken leg over here. I feel like it's like, even if we, if like in the next 10 days, we were to do everything we we know, what we think scientifically we could do to, to save the planet. Yeah. It's still going to be as bad as it is now. We're not reversing it. Let me ask you a question. That garbage patch floating around the ocean, do you think they should bother cleaning it up? I think they are. I think that. I- no, no, no. That's not what he asked you. Yes, they 100% are. Do you think they should? Yeah, I've, I've always said the ocean, <laughs> cleaning up the ocean. I've said they should stop fishing for a year. I've always said the ocean. I just don't think we can cool the planet or stop this process. But here, let me give you an the example. Ocean, I don't. Maybe they're one of the same. Maybe if you get a little plastic out of the ocean, that'll cool the planet. But can I give you an example, Kamar? Like, we realized we were fucking the barrier reef up. We realized that we were bleaching all of it. It was a big problem. This year, they reported the Great Barrier Reef has seen more growth than it has in like the last hundred years. So my point, though, is we did a simple thing where we said, we have created this fucking massive issue. We need to stop right away. He agrees with you. It's the ocean. I, you're saying like, we can't save mountains. Mountains be damned. Forests be damned. Forest fires, whatever. Be more flooding. We'll talk about it in the post Flooding, sure. That, that sure. Lake Mead thing is so interesting that you're talking about on John Oliver. I told you it's nuts, right? Well, where does it go? Well, we'll talk about the and the show. longest oh, river in uh, France dried up. Did you see that? No, just nothing. No but water. But keep in mind, they, they had the true. wildest heat wave. Well, again, where does it go? This is what we're talking about, right? But let me give you an example. Like there was okay, the French league started yesterday, so the, they haven't played a game in three months, right? On They've dry had, grass. 
No, they they postponed a game because the pitch was too dry. And in no my way. head, I'm like, I'm like, you guys had two months to water this fucking pitch. No this, this is a genuine question. When the ice caps melt, yeah, does that make the earth hotter? Well, this is what that I want to get into the post show, but with Lake Mead, they're saying rainfall and the Rocky Mountains melting, yeah, causes the flow to the lake and the the rivers. So I'm saying, if all the ice pack melted, it would fill up. Like there's always ice pack up there. It's just not as much snow as falling and melting. It's it. If all the um, glaciers if, melted, we'd be flooded. Yeah, we, we it would, wouldn't. Be, it would be like come um, on, it's something like eighty percent of the world's biggest cities are port cities. They're on. You they have would to be, be on water. Yeah, yeah. They would be underwater. Well, like no, they're supposed to be underwater by now. That's to be what, honest with you. That's what happens, right? Like you get an ice age, and then when that breaks, you get massive flooding. Yeah, and but Kamar, you get the new world. You just said it's supposed to be now. Look at Miami. Miami is flooded. Yeah. Miami usually has like a, an obscene amount of water. And areas that will happen will become ghost towns, but it, some places are flooding and some places are drying out. It's just the weirdest thing. Unless all the water is just ending up in the ocean. And still, like they said, you can use that water for fountains and stuff like that, not watering grass. And it, let's wrap this up. If they weren't out, if the American government was not out fighting all these proxy wars all the time, mm -hmm. they would have plenty of money for all the failing infrastructure. All of that, the deficit comes directly from their military. Yeah. All of the money goes there. And the scraps that are within. left, like they could have free medical, no problem. Like I'm telling you, trillions and trillions of dollars a year to go... Like, I get it. You have to have a top-notch military to make sure that your presence is known, that nobody can fuck with you, and maybe that helps you to dissuade them from fucking with somebody else, some of the smaller, less armed places. But, like, not at the detriment of your own people and not when you're out fighting wars for poppy fields and fucking um, oil fucking... What are they? Mines? No. Derek's? I don't even know. Holes? But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all of these wars, every single one of them come with a fucking reason behind it. And it's not a righteous one. It's an economic one. Yeah. We're going to solve the planet. There's a, just real quick, there's a video on YouTube. You can find it. It's got tons of views. It's called, uh, I think it's like U.S. Vietnam War Vet Super Honest Storyteller. It's like a 20 minute video. He He talks about his time in Vietnam and how he's like, he's like, when I got there, it just didn't make sense. Like, why did these people hate me? I was supposed to be here liberating them. He's like, and then we started burning villages. And, and I, he's like, and I started realizing, like, first of all, you don't know. He was like, the problem was, first of all, there was no enemy. You couldn't tell who, would the, like, it's not like World War II, where it was like, we're fighting this army over here. Mm -hmm. And these people are innocent. And we're, you're just fighting a ghost. Dude, the best scene to in Apocalypse in Now is when, uh, what's his name shows up? Uh, Robert Duvall. No, the main guy there, um, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen shows up to like, I don't know, the battlefield. They're all fighting the front lines. He gets there and he says to one of the kids, who's in charge? And the kid looks at him and goes, aren't you? Yeah. And then it's fucking Lord of the Flies, you know? They're all just, nobody's in charge. Yeah, we didn't learn a darn thing. No, but my point was, I think they did learn. 
the U.S. learned they were like, we these are wars we can't win, but we can dump so much bread into. And Afghanistan's perfect. We're going to fight these mountain people on their own range. They can move around because they've lived here forever. We have, it's impossible for us to move. The way the U.S. military works is supposed to protect the U.S. military. So they don't move the way the Taliban and the Afghans move. They learn how to do what they have to do with the least amount of casualties for them. But yeah, but my point is, is they could dump, like, if you looked at the money they dumped into Afghanistan, it was like $30 billion a month of U.S. taxpayer money going into, it's nuts. Speaking of. Uh, so how free are you really when your government is out there. Spending your money. Spending your money to rape and pillage. To defend you know? your freedom. Like, that's not defending your freedom I know, being at facetious. all, man. Speaking of. Joe was talking about like why Tell they me would I'm sacrifice in these ancient uh, Aztec civilizations and like what the idea about sacrifice was. If they're doing hallucinogenics and knew how beautiful life was, why they would kill people. Someone must have killed someone and something good happened. And just like keep it going. But if I kill one person, it rains. Imagine we kill. It's you, just a weird you thing. You do make a good point. It's like, yeah, they found out about DMT and ayahuasca, but then they were kicking heads around for soccer balls and like killing 100,000. So Simon answer. doesn't believe it. That's well, it. I no, I, I definitely. History was written no, by the winners. I definitely do believe it. I think that a lot of this history that we read about, the, the people kicking heads around like soccer balls, that happened, but that is that was the dying of that civilization. So these are people who knew that their forefathers had things that they don't have now and they were trying to get the gods because they were so they didn't have the information anymore you know what i'm saying do you know what i'm saying they had lost their way that's, that's why they, they had lost their way exactly this was the end of what was once a glorious high technology place and now they're fucking kicking soccer balls around no but the same idea as everybody fighting each other and like it probably wasn't always like that like, I know you said that last week, but they're probably, look, if your civilization gets far enough, um, you probably don't need to fight with everybody. There's but, probably okay, a way easier what way about to the do na- things. The Native Americans have been here forever, and according to all history, all they did was fight each other I know, but we time. only have like 200 years of history. What about the thousands of years before that? That's like, that's what we're talking about here. Okay, it, but fine, but you, but so why, you have this weird utopia where like they just started fighting out of the blue like no we just assume that because that's how this iteration has gone that that's how every iteration went maybe they like we've just convinced ourselves that human nature is to fight with each other no we've we've watched all of nature and all of nature fights with each other that's all it does yeah so we are like an extension of that and we say i mean we we separate ourselves from fucking the lower animals all the time now because of dmt now we do but the point is is stone ape theory oh my god no i mean i i get i get what you're saying matt but like i you you give no credence to the fact that the what what we read about could be an end time instead of a, a time like why was there Simon, it's not that I give credence. It's so you. Short. You do this thing where you're like, I've made up this thing over here, and you refuse to believe it. I have no I didn't imperial make, I evidence. Didn't make it up. So, okay, well, show me these peaceful times that you're talking about. You just made up a civilization that for thousands it's of true. years I, was yeah. peaceful. Well, I mean, I have no proof of it for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, so what I'm doing is using the little empirical evidence that we have, and I'm saying I would more likely believe 
the little piece of empirical evidence that we have than the uh, again than I'll the just, utopia you've made. I'll up. go back to what I said earlier. That's what humans do. We get a little tiny bit of information and then extrapolate to fit our, you know, whatever yeah. story we're trying to tell. I also know from watching people in day-to-day life that they like to fight each other, whether it's verbally, like we aren't. Yeah, totally. Cause we suck for sure. Yeah. So we've sucked for millions. We've but sucked if, forever. If there wasn't, okay, let we, we fight each other like that because we want what each other has. When you break it down to the very bare essence of it all it's because we want but if everybody just had everything they wanted there would be no reason to fight yes you're talking about a utopia and that has never existed again we don't know what has existed so we just don't know you don't even know what you don't know you don't even know if fucking dinosaurs built subways man this is what i'm saying you're so right what do i know i agree so hopefully through all this research um they will come up with even better drugs that just do whatever you want for you. No hangover, no puking, no diarrhea. Let's inevitably down the road. So this is what we're saying. The uh, I could quit smoking and not have to puke. Yeah, you just got to wait. I just got to wait, wait it out a little bit. Like Simon gets lung cancer. And he's like, oh, no. What I think was interesting Jesus. is the two churches he talked about that have exemption to do it. Yeah. One is just like a... Bible study and the other one people are dancing and singing and I think that's strange that even though you get the same messages or thing there's two totally different ways to approach it I would I'd rather this sing and dancing I don't know how the Mexican cartel hasn't started a church in California and just started shipping in tons of cocaine and I mean fucking tons. oh exemption yeah Yeah. Clap that one out. Uh, so, yeah, I guess in, in closing, you know, I think everyone should listen to this episode because it isn't just go out and do it. It's, it's precautionary and it pumped the brakes on you. Uh, unfortunately, I forget that he's been on and I've listened to all this, but I thought it was very insightful. I still, I still think this was a very weird episode. And oh. because of its weirdness, it's only going to get a two and a half yeah. from me. That's a whole different. That's a whole different discussion. I'm going to go with the two and a half also. I, I want to give it a three, but if I find out all this stuff was omitted, then it's a, it's a, it's a big uh, I think he may zero. be working for the CIA. Oh, it's a big zero. So what is it, a three or a it's zero? It's a three. Okay. You think he's working for the CIA? I said it might be a possibility. If okay. we find out. All right. Well, uh, that's, uh, that's it. That's the show. No. We're going to take, take a break. We're going to pay a bill, and we'll be right back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Lee's Market Jerky. If you're like me, you love unique flavors and amazing varieties, but struggle to find the right snack that is filling, healthy, and convenient. But finding a quality jerky with many exotic types of meat is easier than ever with Lee's Market Jerky. Picture yourself biting into a tender piece of perfectly smoked jerky that's been delivered to your front door. Now imagine it's six months later. You're on a remote beach. You open up a new bag of jerky from that same delivery and... Now, snap back to reality and give your taste buds something to talk about. Visit leesmarketjerky.com for convenient shopping and quick delivery on over 40 different meat and flavor combinations. Guys, if you are a listener of this podcast, which you obviously are because you're hearing my voice right now, you will save 10% off your first order. Head over to leesmarketjerky.com, use the promo code JOE10 at checkout, and you will get 10% off your first order. Again, that's leesmarketjerky.com. The promo code is JOE10. Be sure to go check them out. There'll be a link in the description. 
Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. Guys, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We got a lot of things to take care of in life. You got to take care of the bills. You got to take care of the kids. You got to take care of the dog. You got to take care of the car, the home, your work, you name it. You got to take care of so much. And all that weighs on the one thing that you probably take the least care of, and that is your mind. The mind is how we experience life. It's very important to invest time and care into keeping your mind healthy. That's where BetterHelp Online Therapy comes in. With BetterHelp, getting help could not be easier. You simply sign up for an account, you answer a small questionnaire, and within 48 hours, they will have you hooked up with someone that can help you. They have multiple ways of connecting. If you want to do video, they have that. You can do phone chats. You can do text. It all depends on your comfort level and what you want to do. Now, the best part, it is much more affordable than in-person therapy. It's about a fraction of the price. And like I said, you will be matched up with someone in under 48 hours. The process could not be easier. If you need help, BetterHelp is the place to go. Best part, if you listen to this show, you'll get 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. That's better, B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E. Again, you will get 10% off your first month. If you think you need some help, guys, do not hesitate. Go check them out. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you so much to Lee's Market Jerky and BetterHelp.com. Go check both of them out. There will be a link in the description. Kamar, can I get a name and a number? Oh, yeah. 1855, Christopher Best, founder of Substack. Which old is Canuck. still like, alien to me. You haven't you're Substack, not on Substack. Substack to me is what Reddit was four years ago. And Reddit is still I tried to look at it, but um, I just don't read anymore. I don't care. It's the reading thing, yeah. I don't give a shit. He started Substack. Uh they said no one will pay to read articles, which is interesting because you know if you're on Twitter or something, you see an article for The Guardian. Maybe not The Guardian, but there's a couple UK Times. Yeah, and it'll pop Click up the it. first paragraph and then it's like you want to pay if, for if you're lucky you get yeah, yeah. and I I don't. No, God, no. But there are people who do. So it's like a new generation. Well, I don't want to jump ahead here. Nate brought up the best point. When he was talking about, he was like, there's, you get to a point where, like, dude, we're in a recession. Do you really expect that people are going to go out and pay for 56 individual subscriptions a month? When you can get it for free? Well, I just like, you know, I, I don't no, know. No, but you can. You, you don't, you're not going to listen to that guy. But you can listen to something for free. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you like if you have Netflix and Disney and fucking Prime, and then you want like, oh, I have these five guys on Substack. And like Joe, I mean, Joe perked up like he's going to be on there. Like the, his show is going to be five bucks a month we once this that. fucking. Listen, that's why podcasts became popular. That's why YouTube became popular. Yeah, it, free. it is free. You are paying by watching ads, but you do not have to reach into your pocket and and pay any money. That's the and you're forgetting. And too. people think that they're going to oh, if enough people like me, blah. Maybe that's true, but then somebody will just come out with something free. <laughs> but you're forgetting too that podcasts like there weren't even ads in the beginning. 
So it truly was free in the sense because no one wanted podcast ads. Everyone thought like this is fucking dumb as shit. Right. right? But was, I mean, that's how everything has to start. Right. No, I yeah. get it. But my point is, is it had like 10, 15 years mm-hmm. of like ad free listening, completely just like people doing it for the love of the game, for the love of the game. <laughs> that's it. And and that's kind of what builds a thing up. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. But I, I, I think if, if I just you can't if like I said, if. It doesn't work. We not there isn't enough money to go around where everyone can charge five dollars a month. But like there is because he exists. Sure, I get it. So it's like we would not do that, and most people older than us. But one of the things he said about why this the free speech thing constantly comes up, like we we feel like we it, it's reiteration of it, reiteration of it. Free speech is absolute. You got to defend your enemy. Great ideas. I mean, that's what this whole thing boiled down to. But there's always a new generation that has to learn that. It's not a unknown. It's a thing that you understand once you experience or see it. So that's why we'll always be, to the day we die, witnessing people yelling about free speech. So it's never going to go away. But it seems like he has a platform that is that. And thus far, hasn't fallen down the trap of parlor or anything you know, most of these things, you hear them come out and like, oh, that's just um, a hub for right-wingers or whatever. And I don't think they really edit anything because you have to pay for it. No, but the people who have gone there have also been some rational people. You know what I mean? You're well, not... he says there's some crazy people on there. No, no, no. I, I know. But you get like, uh, what's her name? Um, Barry Weiss. Right, you know, who maybe didn't know what that word was, but isn't like a kook, you know what I mean? But Whereas on, um, what's that other one that's coming up right now that everybody's going to? It's becoming like a right-wing network. I think Tim Pool's on it. And, Truth um, Social? No, and what's-his-name is on it, um, Jordan Peterson. I don't know. I haven't no? heard of this one, though. No. no, for sure you have. Anyways, um yeah, like, I, I don't know. They, those seem to be like, they want only right-wing people. When he started saying? this, though, they said, you, you can't do this because people aren't going to pay $5 a read article, and he's uh, so far a massive success. And I imagine all the people on Substack don't go on Twitter. <laughs> it's a weird flex, or though. Maybe people... they have Twitter, and but they, they don't care for it, and this is their news source. But you're not paying for an article. You're paying for a subscription to this yeah, journalist. It's the same way someone used to, you know, you used to pay for the citizen or the sun. I mean, or the if post somebody said fucking... maybe like, and this is what Nate was saying, is I know we're not on him, but give me a subscription to Substack and I get everybody who's on there. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe that's something I can handle. But if I'm having to go and like pay individually to every person that I want to follow, then like Matt said, that's there's just not enough money. You have to decide between this journalist and Netflix. But well, everyone, unfortunately you're gonna pick Netflix. It's just more everyone who makes your buck, over you know? seventy five thousand dollars a year doesn't care about money. We know that. So there is a huge subset of the population. Well that's a very small subset of the population actually. No. I of people that make over seventy five grand a year. Are you fucking nuts? You think so? Yeah, I know so. We again, we live in a government city, so we have a a very skewed view of what money is. But no, if you, I'm talking about the states. Like I think <laughs> oh, most the of the people like make grand. under forty grand, thirty thousand yeah. dollars a year. Yeah. So that and if you're if you have a family and like you, that, you don't have that expendable income. Not for you. You do maybe for a couple of channels, but you don't for this extra 
Um, that's why I don't like. But even then, Simon, like you're saying, sort of cut you off. Is Netflix benefits the whole family? Thirty-one thousand. Your Substack, your Substack so subscription like is just for you. You know what I mean? Like you can justify twenty dollars a month for Netflix because you're like, well, my kids watch Netflix, the wife watches Netflix, yeah. I watch Netflix. If you're spending twenty five dollars a month on Substack subscriptions, you know. So you guys are saying this is a, a dinosaur that's going to die? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I'm just what. I, what I'm saying is, I you know, I think we get to a point of diminishing returns where, like, it's weird. Everyone's fighting against the machine that was, like, television and just media in general. And now they're just creating their own kind of monster yeah. in the sense that, like, you're still going to crush the little guy because no one's going to have money for them because you guys are all charging five bucks a month individually for... And again, I'm I'm happier that the creator is making more money. Like, I'm happier that... Joe Schmo can create a small channel and live off it with, you know, a following that you would be like, wow, you live off of that. Like, like there's people who have like seven, you know, 70,000 people following them and they can make enough money to live off of that in a month. And that's fucking awesome. There's no middleman. They're doing it all themselves. I'm my point is just the average person making $31,000 a year, as you just pulled up, it's very difficult for that person. Like if Joe, for example, like, if Joe really thinks that his show is doing a great service to people, which I think he does think, then he should always offer it up for free. Always. There should never, ever be a paywall. He should never go to Substack and say it's five bucks a month. Unless censorship gets out of control. But we know it hasn't. He's If going down the road, well, that's why he moved off YouTube. I get it, yeah. If YouTube had not censored him, he could still be there, conceivably. They could have worked out a deal, but he just didn't like that they would censor stuff. I also think it was a money thing. As little as much as he might, I not think it say was it. more a money thing than anything else. Too many of his episodes were getting taken down. He's like, "Fuck this." Same man. difference. This if those episodes stupid. weren't getting taken down, he may have stayed with YouTube. Yeah, I agree yeah, for sure. I just don't think it was for such a virtuous reason. That's what I think I Substack's main advantages is, is there's no enforced narrative by it. Like with yeah. any news, Fox, whatever. whatever I, I don't care what. Well, it's your choice. That information source has a. I mean, here's the facts, but it's I mean. not really the same either, though, because they're not the New York Times where but New York Times conceivably New York takes Times. responsibility for their authors, right? But the New York Times and is owned by Houston. The New York Times is owned by a corporation and has, has to yeah. represent something. Yeah. It's not just like, we don't care who you are, we have to report the news. This is that. Well, the editor thing was a weird talk because, like, I understand what they're talking about. They're talking about, like, a newspaper editor. But if you're a writer, you should have someone go over your work as an editor. That's not crazy. Mm -hmm, Yeah. 100%. Like, if you write something that you want people to read, you should 100% have someone proofread it. I'm sure if you're making a living off Substack, you have an editor. I agree. I agree. I'm just saying they were acting like, you know, editors are the worst thing in the world. And I was like, you need someone to go over your shit. Well, editors who have an agenda are the worst thing. Yes. I understand that. And I agree with that. And if they're, you know, towing the line for the New York Times, who's owned by the guy who fucking Rupert Murdoch, whoever, who has an agenda. Yeah, that's where things get sticky. I guess my problem with this whole thing, Kamar, is that it needs to be free. Like, if you're getting all these amazing people who have the real news, but then you're putting it behind a paywall, it means a lot of us aren't going to get it. So what's the, the point? I think yeah, but if it's if you need it to be out there. If but it's how does the Glenn truth, Greenwald make a living? He's searching. Well, that do- I'm sorry. That should be the point of. 
that's where Substack comes in. You have to be creative in a way to figure out how to make money for your platform without um, selling out. Well, it's interesting. So I everyone th- gets paid. I think it's going to be way more successful than it is now. Like Substack will be a brand, like a, a home, what do they call it? A household name, brand, eventually if it keeps going. Or it's going to go crazy, start having porn, ads. It's going to be interesting to see the evolution of this. But it seems like he's a smart guy. He he made money at another tech company, built something, sold it, or whatever. It's not like he started this up in a garage. So he's all right. And he seems like a good head on his shoulders. I love how you said that. Even if he did start this up in his garage, that's how Apple was started. <laughs> so who gives a shit? Yeah, but I mean, that's just more of an impetus that I need to make money off this. I get it. And, yeah, is, yeah. and is it impossible to have an ad um, model that is not like inherently crooked? Meaning that you you have some algorithm or, or program that is a, you know, if, if I own a business and I want to be able to you know, sell my wares on Substack. I have to meet this criteria of like, do no evil or whatever it is. And then you just, so then you would know that all the ads that you're seeing through Substack are approved through this process. And it's like, I would like that. You know what I mean? I'm not inherently against ads. There are lots of things I want to hear about that I'm never going to hear about unless a company advertises them. It's just usually that the shit they're advertising is fucking like Delta 9 or dick pills or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? But are you annoyed that there's this possible important information being yes. disseminated and you don't have access yes. to it? Yes, okay. because I'm not going to pay it because I'm cheap. What was it? What is another weird thing is you, you hear about a problematic tweet or a post or something like this. I've never heard anything like take it from Substack and then it makes the news like this person is saying this. No, hold yet. On. that's but why would the news do that? That's their direct competition. Someone you don't hear they CNN can't even mention it. Well, they mentioned Twitter though. They'll mention someone, someone says something on Twitter. Yeah, but that's a little bit different in the sense that like. That's someone's private Twitter. I don't know. I, I guess still, you're right. It's yeah, still yeah. underground. That's all I'm saying. Just back to what I was saying for a second because you didn't give it any credence. But then the people who would be advertising, it would make sense for them to want to do it because they know that the eyes that are being... It, it just seems like a win-win for everybody. How come that has never been tried before? I just think these. Uh, the, the problem is, is these companies... Like... I don't know. Sponsors add corruption to the mix. But they don't have they to. They don't This is what I'm saying. Like just it's be, they do because the people who you're having sponsor are inherently corrupt. Don't have those people. Not all businesses are bad. I'm sure it'd be more detrimental right now because they obviously are functioning and there are people who are into it and paying the subscription. If all of a sudden ads popped up, they'd be like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Or maybe not. Maybe sure, they're too addicted fine, to it. Fine, So it couldn't be Substack. You'd have to start a new thing. You would be free though, in essence, right? You have, These people who are paying you money to advertise aren't giant corporations that are like pulling strings to decide what you say and what you well, don't say. this is say. what I'm saying. This may be the new thing. We've you've always talked about you can't start another Twitter, you can't start another YouTube. Substack may be low-key the new I, thing. Again, Substack, but you're asking for money. Like you, we can do this for free. This is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I, I think we are set in our ways, and it's so easy to click a button now, like a, uh, on your phone or whatever. If you had to pull the money or your wallet and mail off the subscription, it's just so easy now. Hey, Matt, if I made a platform where 
you knew 1000% it was in our agreement that I would never, we're not even going to take your, your data, your data. You know what I mean? We, we have no interest in that. It is, that doesn't happen here. And every ad you hear goes through a, a strict uh, process. Here are those things that they have to clear to be, would you not go there? To, like it costs you nothing. I would you not that, pick if, that if over that viable, it fucking exist. Substack? If that was viable, it would exist by now. That's what I think. Or maybe it's coming down the pike. I mean, it seems like a, a little more work on the front end. And Your problem is, though, you, see, you're angry with Substack, and I don't think you should be. They're, like What Kamar is saying is the guys that created it aren't in it to make a ton of money. It's the creators that have to make money. And I get what you're saying. You're like, listen, if you can throw ads on and have it for free, then that's much better. I get that. They still make money. They probably make more money, more than that $5. Substack? Listen, I've said no, the content the, the, everybody everybody makes a ton of money at that point like and not only that but it's good money it's like righteous money Look, I I, the, I think this, this is a super noble cool thing Hold on I've said this for a long time if someone like Mr Beast tomorrow decided you know what fuck YouTube and the ads I'm going to start and I'm not saying like going off the rails but if he just said you know what we're not going to edit out the word fuck anymore we're going to keep the word fuck in all Mr Beast videos those advertisers aren't going fucking anywhere. Believe me. Like, For, if you think, and this is the problem, is like, McDonald's is the type of company to be like, if they say fuck, we don't want to be advertised on. But I'm telling you right away, someone like Mr. Beast, they don't give a shit. He could pull his cock out in those videos at well, this point. Well, I thought you were going somewhere really different. Um, I thought you were going to say Mr. Beast could just pack up, leave right now, and start his own I thing. Think he, may. he could, no problem. And especially him, because he's already proven that he doesn't give a fuck about the money. He gives all his money to charity anyway. He, he, he's going to be that would be the more. perfect guy to shift over. Mr. Beast, if you're listening to my idea guys, here, it's all yours. Do it. So I'm just curious. So Mr. Beast starts his own streaming service. That's what you're saying. OK. And where a, and where do you find it? Like it's on the internet, obviously. Well, he's going to have to pay the same way. Something's going to, he's going to be an entity on the internet. A website. I know you're missing my point. So he's a website, but how would you search for Mr. Beast? No, no, no. He's a, well, there are other searches besides, well, what do you mean? How well, my you point is 90% of web searches are done on Google. Okay. Google owns YouTube. If you start a competitor to YouTube, they're going to fucking bury you like they do every other business that competes with theirs. Your search, Mr. Beast's page is all of a sudden on page nine. And you Even can't better, let, Mr. Beast should be like, and nobody use Google to search me. Only use DuckDuckGo. Like, Which dude, I think is owned do by you know Google. how it really would be easy to change all of this? It's not that hard. Dude, you guys heard him say himself, why would I go start my own thing? I have it made in the shade over here. Yeah, I know how it works. For sure. I'm not saying he wants to. I'm saying if Mr. Beast decided that he just, you know, wanted to fucking change the game change the whole layout of like the way we run shit he could do that i think so yeah, i agree but that was my point simon is he tomorrow could go and change the way youtube does it by just saying i'm gonna keep saying fuck in my videos and you're gonna keep giving me advertising money because guess what i'm the biggest youtuber out yeah there. that doesn't solve our problem of every advertiser on youtube who's big enough to control what may or may not be decided to be shown i right? think the reason like, why youtube uh, has a competitive advantage is they're saying it has uploaded 500 hours per minute which is a weird like thing time uh, it's that's 500 hours per minute is 20 days a minute 
Yeah. It's, it's almost like time travel that this is compacted and doesn't even make sense how that works. It does. It makes perfect sense. There's 8 billion people on Earth, and a lot of them are constantly uploading videos. But you could have more time in less time. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> it's not how it works, but it sort of is how it works. 500 yeah. hours in a minute? Well, collectively, there's I know, it's 8 not billion minutes in a minute. Exactly. Anyways, I thought that was cool. Substack is a new it's portal. In space. Um, he said an interesting thing that when it comes to headlines, if it asks a question, the answer is generally no. No, yeah. I thought that was very... That's so, he, so he quoted, true, though. He quoted someone. Can we catch one million rats? Yeah, no. no. The answer is no. <laughs> Don't, no need to read anymore. Kamar, you were asking about Substack, and I, I should have answered, it will be a dinosaur thing of the past, because no one reads yeah, anymore, I and... Uh, I, I think we don't read, and we think that no. we are a cross-section of If everybody. they started it for free, Kamar, if it was free... Of course, it would be amazing, but no, I don't believe that anything that goes on. It's too early, man. We're not there yet. I where think people this is one of the things you guys going to be like really that. wrong about. I mean, yeah, uh, for sure. I've been wrong I hope about I am. Everything. I hope he, I'm dead wrong. He was wrong. not cheering for the demise of mainstream media. He was, he was, he, he was asking, like, do you want to crush all MSNBC or whatever? He's like, no, no. Like, we're just another news portal for people. And I'm sure it's a higher educated, definitely. Money's an issue, so maybe it's a bad thing that way that important information's only being disseminated to people with means. The rich. Oh, isn't that interesting? Could Hunter S. Thompson uh, exist today? Well, I mean, he... Yeah, there are people like him who exist. But do, do you think he'd be taken seriously, or like, there's, there's no... Well, I don't think he was cur- ever taken seriously. Okay, I, I don't know, but there's no current, like... A uh, journalist writer out there who's just getting fucked up, who's like a almost has a rock star status. They're all pretty straight laced now. Mm-hmm. It was funny the footage of him shooting out at his house. <coughs> it was very interesting as Matt said that he was like, Do you guys have video? Do you guys have a podcast? Very interesting. And I uh, thought, I felt huh? like I heard that. He, well, he was asking right at the beginning, Do you guys have video? Do you have censorship? To Joe? Joe was Joe asking, asking this gentleman. He said, Sorry. do you have podcasts? He said, yeah, we host podcasts. And he said, interesting. Do you have a video co- component to the podcast? He's like, yeah. And he said, interesting. And mm-hmm. then it was awkward. And then he said, why do you ask? And, and then you could hear Chris Best's erection hitting the table under him. Because that could be another thing. If Joe were to go to Substack, that would make it mainstream. Um, well, he, Joe could just go and be, he could write some essays or something. He's but not going to do that. Obviously, the people we don't read it are producing stuff that people feel like is a value of $5 a month or whatever the arrangement is. Yeah, and I'm happy they are. I'm like, again, Kamara, my, my thing is like, you know, listen, the, the wheat will always separate from the chaff. So, like, the, Gren, the Glenn Greenwalds, you know, the good journalists should be getting money and the shit ones shouldn't. That's how it should be. Um, but I'm just saying, is like, if there's. Let's say there's a hundred great journalists in the world. You can't afford to pay five dollars a month to subscribe to all of them. That's just not. But maybe you only need one of them. I, and like he said, there's a bunch of people in government and stuff that read these. There's people who do international journalism and stuff like that, and they benefit. Like it helps their job. So I mean, at some point, it's a tax write-off. You could probably say these subscriptions are for your job. Sure, but come on, justify it that way. I'm going to go back to it. Like when you subscribe to a paper. You were getting a plethora of different ideas. Sports section. Yeah, you got a you got a cross section of everything. If you're just subscribing to one, and again, you might say to yourself, "This person's very even 
in their, you know, dissemination of information, but everyone has a little bit of bias. That's sure. all I'm saying. Everyone. Well, we're critical of something we've never laid eyes on. True. Yes, such, we are. I'm not even critical. Listen, no, I'm no, not, I, I understand. I think it's a great idea and I'm happy they're doing it. And I'm happy that good journalists are making money for once. That's great. I you know, can't afford you know how it. I'm critical of anything that goes directly behind paywall without first building up its like. Because you, you have, have to pay your dues, right? That's you got, if we're the fucking if our eyes are all that matter, then pay your dues first. Bomo. Give you're me missing, a bunch of shit for free, and no, then no, no, maybe no, if no, I like no. it, I'll you're pay missing. It. You're missing the point again. Is like Glenn Greenwald can't afford to do free journalism for six months, so you can then decide if you want to pay five dollars. He has to feed his family. If you're not if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. With Substack, you're getting the product. I don't know what else. I see what you're saying because he's not working for a major. um, He's out there on his own. He mm -hmm. has to make. He has Mm -hmm. to put money on the table. So you paying five bucks a month has to be worth it for you. Yes. So I'm just saying is it's not a Substack. You're looking at it too much like Substack is like YouTube and they're trying to charge the money. Substack is simply offering up a Mm. platform for you, the journalist, to say if you want to pay me X amount of dollars a month. This is what I'm willing to give you. It's almost like our Patreon. And it's and it's Algo. It is exactly like the Patreon. Yes, it is. It's, it's <laughs> Except al- that we give this for free. I guess that's the point. It's Algo. It I know t- we're not tells Glenn you Greenwald. other articles related, but doesn't do, I guess, the extremity of YouTube with the rabbit holes. You know the Mandela effect, uh, Arkham's razor. It should be the Shafir puppy effect moving forward. As you, I mean, it's the only um, example he ever uses. It's so true, Of though. controlling the algorithm, but as we've witnessed. But he should just call it the Shafir puppy effect. I think it should be scientifically acknowledged. But Kamar, we set it off the jump that if you fall asleep with autoplay on and you've clicked on the wrong That's video, YouTube all of a sudden is going to smash you with those videos. It's the same thing. Like, if you go to mine right now, it's, it's like fucking first-person shooters, Fall Guys, soccer, football, Pat McAfee. You'd beco- you become the average of the people you hang out with. I hate that, but it's so true. So Which true. Probably makes then he, sense. Then they talked about Mr. Beast and audience capture. And that's really what you were talking about. If you have 70,000 of anything coming with you. and um, Not 70,000 coming Nate with you. Nate talks about it as well. Yeah, willing to willing to pay a little bit of money. And that $5 to substitute. And you hear, and you hear Mr. Beast, Jimmy, however you refer to him, tell you how the sausage is made. Like, I'm making stuff they just... You, you is undeniably you got to click on it, and you you're not mad at it. Well, yeah, it's like dude, perfect again. They're a perfect example of like you're gonna click on their videos if you see it because it's not you know you're like it's I'm on the can anyway. What's this ten minutes like? This is the perfect thing for me to. But like I told you, Kamar with Rat Mageddon, remember that story? Yeah, the Mink Man. Yeah, it said one thousand dead rats, Rat Mageddon, and I said this can't be true. There were a thousand plus dead rats, and he had us a uh, viewer for life. So there you go. There's your flip side of the coin. Now, does audience capture? Doesn't even listen to me. It's crazy. The go Rat ahead. King. Does audience capture influence or support someone's work? Like that. That sort of idea when uh, we people are leaning a certain way because they know they're going to get like on certain platforms, you're rewarded for being leftier or. You'll get canceled if you're right, so you, you you sort of construct your message in the best way possible to get to the most eyes. Like, well, again, we saw it with Tim Pool. It. Yeah. What, so, is that a question or a statement? Well, the, is it influence or support? Like, does it support you, make you do better work, or does it skew your work? And therefore, that's another reason why Substack is better than these guys doing their work on 
platforms that are influenced by censorship or whatever pushing it is. And we know it's not at the Gestapo level right now, but people do get canceled for saying stuff. Um, I don't know. I guess Tim Pool is the best example, right? Like, I think it influences. It, it, the, the money is pushing people to write what, telling people what they want to hear. I think the money is, you know, that's the end game for everybody, right? I mean, and speaking of being canceled, I also forgot to mention in How Was My Week, I saw Louie this week to a packed house. So It was amazing, right? Yeah. I, my friend said it was the best thing he's ever seen. Tom Green opened, too. wasn't the best thing how, I've ever seen. How was Greg Fitzsimmons? He was good. I had seen a little bit of his set, though, like at the store when I okay, saw him. Okay, so. okay. But he was great. Uh, listen, well, that's not a, good. How that's can he still be doing that set? <laughs> that's not good. No, no. Just all. like I think there was one bit in there that's that I was. Not good. Well, that's what I said to my. <laughs> that's like I said 10 that, years no ago. No way. Must have been a good no, joke. No, that was four years him. ago. Four years ago. No way you were with the comedy store four years ago. No. We've been like, doing this for four COVID years. It wasn't COVID I was in LA the year before COVID. Five years ago. Anyways. Probably four years. Anyways, I like that he's still doing a joke. And. My friend said it was a really fun time. Yeah, Louis killed it, obviously. He's the best. I would love to see the Rogan umbrella. He got into asking Joe, if you didn't do this, do you think someone else would be in your position? And it was really like, if there was a Joe Rogan, would you have to invent him sort of? Well, you answer that question. Yeah. No, the answer is no. You don't think anybody, there would be like a king of Just hear me out. There would be a king. There's always someone at the top. That's not my point. There there, I don't think they would have the following. Joe covers the, yes. Venn, ah, the Venn diagram yeah, 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 of Joe yeah. is too large for someone else Any to... Any other person, just enough people I don't, with different sort of backgrounds all culminate in the same spot. Hunting, fitness, health, UFC. Uh, like the only thing... Comedy. He, I would say the only thing he doesn't Fear touch... factor. The only thing Aliens. he doesn't... Yeah, the only thing he doesn't Talk touch radio. is sports. And he does because it's UFC. But outside of the UFC, there's not a lot of sports. Yeah, if Joe was like a football fan, oh my God. But I bet you football players listen to Joe Rogan. No, no, tons of them do. That's not my point, of course. Because again, the Venn diagram is so big. But I'm just saying like, Joe has never had a baseball player on. He's never had a hockey player on. I think he's had one, oh, two football players on. He had Arian Foster. And, and one only because he said he could beat up a mountain lion. It yeah. wasn't because he was a football fan. And who's the guy who had the neuro stuff? The guy who used to play for the Broncos. Oh, Romanowski. Romanowski. He was on, I'm pretty sure. But you know what I mean? He's never had any, like, other than MMA, he doesn't have a lot of sports. But other than that, the Venn diagram of Joe is too big. And that's why I don't think, I don't think anyone would. So that the Venn diagram for people to get to him, but then the Venn diagram of what he's made, like if he's Joe Rogan at the top, then you have your mom's house. Yeah. Then you have Theo Vaughn. Dude, I, any any comedy shows, podcast outside you of you have two bears, one cave, the then fighter you have Bert and the king, the fighter the, and the yeah, king. you have so many. I don't think I was thinking in my head to kill Tony, but I think he started that. Oh no, on kill his Tony own. for sure. I don't yeah, talk to you. So nuts? I think he he that. got Red Band, like the whole thing comes. Okay, from so, yeah, so, Red so, Band's so, part of the umbrella, so umbrella yeah. adjacent, but just <laughs> all the things and the the, the trickle down to dude like, the Legion the, of Skanks. They probably did it. No, they they started their own. Yeah, they started their own. They started. What do you mean? Hold on. So Joe didn't have a podcast. They benefited from No, no, no. There was no, like, Joe helping them in any way. I get it, but I'm still uh, saying, listen, if Joe hadn't paved the way... Like, think about all the people that Joe says were like, why are you wasting your time with this bullshit? 
those would have been Big J and Lewis. I guarantee you, Lewis J. Gomez, when Joe started his podcast, was like, look at this fucking idiot and his dumb, stupid. No one's going to listen to this stupid oh, shit. They, they, they talked about Rogan and shit on Rogan for sure. I, I mean, in, 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 out of love. Because they were like, we'll never get on it. And lo and behold, they got on it. And now that Tripoli's on it, anyone can get on it. But I've noticed not, Joe not talking a lot about left-wing comedians on Twitter who are unsuccessful. Yeah, he's really, he's really unhappy about some and of them. he lately. could name names, I'm sure. That being said, there aren't many successful. They aren't, which is sort of they Hold think. On, what do you mean, left? Bill Burr. Say it again. Bill, Bill Burr is Bill left. Burr is left, but he skirts the line, like like his abortion joke or whatever. Yeah, he, he tell he's a comedian, but he's left. But when he, he he's on Twitter, he's not like constantly bitching about Trump, constantly bitching about the Republicans. Like I he, think you're talking far left. The well, the far left comedians aren't thriving. I don't think the far right comedians are thriving either. Oh yeah, for sure they are. I think they are. Who are the far, like Owen Benjamin? No, he's <laughs> well, he's a far right comedian. No, That's... he's le- he's gone around like three times. No, but I'm just saying, like I I don't know who would you be referring to then? And who's a far left comedian and who's a far right comedian? I who want some is names. portrayed in media as a far right. Sure, person. tell me, far right and far Joe left. Rogan. Well, the far left well, would no, be that. Come on, man. Who's that we lesbian from Australia? Uh, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> okay, he's center, but. He's accused of being, of being far right. Like it, well, he's accused of being a bigot, not far right. Well, that puts it, you far right. Exactly. I'm just, I, I can't. You're talking of, about Nanette. Yes, See, she. That's far right, far left. Yeah. Right. But yeah, she's yeah, not like. Um, she's not like radical left. She's just Jim a, Gaffigan. A weird Jim Gaffigan. Guy. There, that's left. And he plays right in the middle, so he's nice. Jim Jeffries left. Yep. There you go. I mean, there are a few, but there's a lot of guys who are very, very funny who I've seen on Twitter and they're not selling tickets. So maybe they're lazy. I would say this. Your best bet in comedy is just don't be political. No one really wants to hear that bullshit. Be a fucking comedian. Make us laugh. And you definitely have to have some sugar for the medicine to go down. Just be funny. Just be funny. Be undeniable. Yeah, Steve Martin. Exactly. Steve Martin. It's not even Joe Rogan anymore. Be (laughs) undeniable. As we were talking about the... the, before with Trump is it, I don't care how you got to get him out of office. Just get him out of office. Like that'll solve problems is that's madness. But I believe that exists in people for sure. Well, it, look, Biden is president. It, that it, is just, living it's proof. Just, it's insanity. And that's not the way they living should, proof. They should just focus <laughs> on making things better and like let Trump be. Cause to be honest with you, I don't know anything he does now that he went to the true social, which they mentioned by the way, does the same thing Twitter does. So you can't win. Like if lefty voice come in, they get blocked or whatever. Apparently, I, I'm not even on it, but I can't follow Trump. And so for me, he's gone away, except he's brought up in the media all the time, which I think is very interesting. Like, why wouldn't they go into Dick Cheney's house to find out what you knew about the Iraq war? Or what at this point, knowing they lied about weapons and mass destruction? Well, probably because they didn't have the proof to convince a judge to let them go in. I'm telling you, I think my Alex Jones thing, as as crazy as I usually am, and just making. Ju- I think that one might be right. It's like, it really does make sense. If they had the proof on that phone, it would be so easy to convince a judge to let them go in. Like, come on, most people don't have their house raided for exactly that reason. You need to go and get a warrant, and most judges won't give a warrant unless it's like... I think it was just Justified. Totally justified. I mean, listen, there are bad judges. An anonymous source told a judge, I think Trump has these documents. That's how they got the warrant. An anonymous source. So this was theater. This is used to humiliate him. This is made it like he's doing something really bad. I don't think anything will come of this except embolden his base, unfortunately. 
We'll see. The ozone hasn't been fixed. The ozone hasn't been fixed. We thought it had been fixed. Did you guys think it had been fixed? The ozone hasn't been fixed. It hasn't been fixed. Did you think it? <laughs> You're hilarious. You're, you are the media. Uh, I didn't think. Why did I think it had been fixed? I think we were talking about acid rain as just examples of us. Apparently, the ozone layer was a problem. They told everybody they had to stop using aerosol cans. Everybody that was in stopped like the 90s, using right? aerosol cans. Yeah. And then the ozone layer wasn't a problem anymore. I don't know <laughs> if there's a direct correlation or if all between climate change the two. Will go down the or same road. The, well, maybe, Kamar. Well, we got to try. Well, yeah, I, I mean, usually we try things, and then if they don't work, we scrap it's them. It's a teachable moment. Kamar, this podcast is climate change. You realize that, right? Like it's probably not going to be anything. It's probably not going to be anything. It's probably not going to succeed, but we still show up every week and try, right? We're trying to change, make the world a better place, yeah. Well, no, we're definitely not doing that. That's never it's been long, my goal. It's a long analogy, but I'll take it. Um, Pretty short analogy. It took about two seconds. Well, it's a stretch, but crypto... It was a stretch. Crypto, <laughs> it seems like it's coming back. He was no, it doesn't. He, <laughs> no, it doesn't. But he wasn't like obviously the powers that be, they are fighting crypto, right? Governments and whatnot are terrified of this idea. I be, think that could be the biggest false flag ever. You think it's just it, it has no value and it's no no think about it done. Think about it like, okay, let's say there was a new world order and they wanted a crypt they wanted a currency like China has, but they're like, We can't we can't offer it up. They'll never take it. So a CIA op, guy who's good with computers, creates Bitcoin, gives himself a million on the off chance that this works. And hey, look at us later. Ten years later, Bitcoin is a thing. And we, everyone is like, oh, yeah, no, it's a decentralized currency. It's perfect. It has nothing to do with the government. For all you know, the CIA could be, first of all, the FBI is like the sixth largest holder of Bitcoin. I don't know if you know that. So the FBI, the FBI could single-handedly shift the price of Bitcoin anytime they want. So you think that the whole structure of cryptocurrency was a CIA op? It could very. I why it I doesn't have to be it. the CIA. Well, if I was a young CIA agent trying to make my druthers in in the two thousand and twenties, that's you, exactly aren't you the, what I. Aren't would you the do. head of the CIA now? That's exactly what I would do. No, you're still a young. Uh, oh, God, it's not okay. me. It's some young guy. No, I'm saying, but that young guy, if you came up with crypto and now no, Bitcoin that's, is that's fucking brilliant. But I mean. Because think it about it, it too. It didn't work. Then why did it crash? It doesn't matter if it crashes. You're missing the point. <laughs> you're taking money. You you control a market completely at this point, right? Yeah. Because you hold a million Bitcoin. Okay. You so and everyone thinks that that's just in a mysterious missing wallet. So you hold a million Bitcoin. You single handedly control the market. If you want to break the backs of a, all these rich Americans or anyone. Boom, Bitcoin's down to zero. Oh, that's interesting. I was going to say, why would you make this whole thing to just crash it? But that would be you don't even have to. You don't even have to. Listen. Well, nobody's. You don't care about whether it crashes or not. You're making it to make it and then let the market do no, what it no, does. No, no, no. I understand. But a lot of people like are going to lose trust now. You know what I mean? That's just how it's going to be. Until the next fucking, I guess. Until the next, uh, spike. maybe, or we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? If it keeps going, and I'm just everybody saying, loses. You look at Bitcoin. You zoom out. This crash, this exact crash, has happened five other times. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. It always know. like I guarantee you in three years, Bitcoin will hit a hundred thousand without a doubt. Five they, years. Uh, five years. Five years. They five. Brief- okay. Well, right around the time when YouTube is dead. 
Bitcoin will be okay, worth 100, I guess, right? They briefly, because he's Canadian, mentioned the protests and the freezing of bank counts, mm-hmm. which at the time, because you're so frustrated by the thing, you're like, well, you got to do something to... To shut them down. No, the freezing of the bank accounts was that. always ridiculous. It, it, and especially the ones where people tried to donate money and then they throw it. That's concerning. Just, that's it's concerning. Bonkers. Yeah. And it's even more concerning now that it's come out that. Uh, yeah, for the record, too. They, don't They had <laughs> come to an agreement the day before they did the emergency act. Oh, I thought I they had, had I didn't a. Know uh, this. It just came out. And that no one in Health Canada had asked for mandates for travel. And it was sheerly political. Well, like, that doesn't. Trudeau thought if I, I if I mandate people to get vaccinated, everyone's gonna be happy with me. But it, no, no one said you should do this for the health of the country. So that's a bummer. I thought you just said travel. Yeah, the he, the federal government controls trains and planes. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> so what did Trudeau do? He he Put in the said mandate that you couldn't you travel without vaccinated. a vaccine. If you don't get vaccinated, yeah. you can't get on a plane. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But no one in Health Canada said. This will be this will be a good precaution to have the populace get vaccinated. It doesn't make a difference. They knew, they knew what we know. No, now. what are you saying? If you are on a train, forget the train. Did Health Canada say that the populace should get vaccinated? I think they recommended, but they didn't recommend you had to force people to get vaccinated. Just like when it first started, Trudeau was like, if they, you choose what to get Simon's saying they, is, if the best route to getting people vaccinated is to tell them you can't leave the country without getting vaccinated. Then he's. I'm just Simon asking is, what it's mission accomplished. Health Canada's. Are they saying that the vaccines were no good? No, they're not saying that. Okay. Then, uh, <laughs> so we think there. It, it is good to force. So no, no, I'm. I, no. No, it's against. Listen, I we have a we have a charter of human rights, and it was against that. And you on keep, that alone, you keep Trudeau and vaccinations as one thing, and I'm just trying to separate them out for you. We are all not in favor of Trudeau. Yeah. It, this just came out like a week ago. So this is new information. Is what like- I saw was that he got political pressure to um, stamp out that trucker rally really quickly from other countries, which is this very is, this interesting. Is a bad look. Yeah. Like, you know, the world's going into the shit. We can't have this going on. Fix your problem, little Canada. You oh, know? that's sad, too. Um, with Substack, the creator is the moderator. Was well, sad that we're taking orders from someone. Like we should be an independent country. Uh, yeah, I think it's more like goes to your whole new world order thing, like fucking Klaus Schwab. Oh, and that's who where told Austria him. or whatever is like get your shit under control. I uh, thought it was Jamaica, <laughs> wherever man. Um, a, in, a mountain in Antarctica. Man, we can't be having these. <laughs> Can't be having these truckers <laughs> protesting Come down on, there. Mon. Come on, Mon. Be Irie. I don't um, think you guys can do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can always Guess do what? It. No one's listening. I don't give a shit. In Substack, the creator is a moderator. Yeah. That's 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 another cool thing. Instead of the platform being the moderator, that's probably that probably allows them to make a lot more money. Don't have to have moderators for the, the thing. Right? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You still have to have a moderator. There's still rules. No, yeah, you but set the you, rules. Control, the you control your, your comment section. I think I think if they let Twitter and everything go off, did you guys see that uh, documentary, The Most Hated Man on the Internet? Yeah. So the thing about that guy, he's a total piece of shit, and he went to jail. Like it, It's not like he, he just ruined people's lives and ran off into the sunset. 
He didn't make a lot of money even. If you open up Twitter and YouTube, I think for a month it might be bananas what was on there. Like crazy hateful, but I think I think it would... Um... Hold on, YouTube's open. The comment section is wide the fuck open, unless the person who posted the video... Exactly. So I guess they're the creators, the moderator as well. And on YouTube, um, you can put up pretty much whatever you want within reason. You just won't get ads. And as long as you're not... Like if you're stealing copyright, they'll take you down. But you know what I mean? There isn't a lot like... I swear to God, I swear to God, till this moment right now, I did not know there was fucking a chat in YouTube. Not all have them. Sometimes it's disabled. Do you what know do you what mean, I mean? Comments? You didn't know there was comments on YouTube? Yeah, videos? like what, what, where are you seeing? It's the biggest what, thing What are you in fucking nuts? I don't read the comments. That, that's why I'm watching the video. Well, that's fine, but there's definitely comments. Okay, I know. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be a huge part of your viewing experience. But that's how people grow a channel. I know you don't. I know you don't subscribe to that. People grow a channel through um, responding to people's comments. That's why a lot of channels, a lot of channels, you'll hear them say, "I respond to all the comments." So leave a comment. Gotcha. Also, the more comments, the more likely the algo is likely to pick it Mm -hmm. up. And yeah, it's all just a scam. He doesn't love- No, no, but really, like, it, the whole thing is just a, it's all just a, a cog in a wheel of a machine in the okay. end to make money. When they were talking about the algorithm, YouTube's algorithm is designed to keep you there so that you watch more videos and they generate more ad revenue. That's all it is. And the people making the product generate more ad revenue. Sure. Right? The people making what product that's being sold? The videos. Yes. 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 Everything's to make money. Of the people. Yes, that's what YouTube yeah, is built there's for. There's no yes. virtuousness here. Well, you could argue Mr. Beast is doing virtuous oh, things. Oh, he's doing virtuous things. So there are people on YouTube doing virtuous things. Using the money generated from these ads to he's go out. He's just kind of gaming the system, I guess. Because in the end, he's just taking that money and dumping it back into these videos. Like, it's just this endless. It ain't broke. Of the content. But he gives a lot. I'm sorry. Just hold on one second. We got to move on to. He gives a lot of money away to like his friends too. Well, he gives them lucrative jobs. Well, no, no. But a lot of those videos that they do. Yeah. Like some of those people. Well, I guess they all become his friends in the end. But like, you know, if you're playing like hands on a Tesla or competing for an island, that's all his buddies, you know? Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. There is some, like, it's like, Mr. Beast is doing just fine, I guess, is my point. Yeah, I'm aware of how well Mr. Beast is doing. Thank you, Simon. Okay, Simon, wrap, uh, come on, wrap this bad boy up. Um, we are conditioned to materialism, which is obviously well, done by just said that. the powers of B. Yep. Uh, it'd be funny. Well, a world, there's no glasses, there's no wheelchairs, there's no, there's no technology that helps our lives better. And that's, so, say, say it again. Imagine a he world, no named. glasses, no wheelchairs. Where, where no, everybody just has to fend for themselves with all their maladies. Exactly. What, about, bad what about that? It's an extrapolation of how technology is inevitable. These are technologies. They're different uh-huh. from a yeah. phone or whatever. Necessity gotcha. is the mother of all invention. So, yes. It, all, the, all this good or bad, it's sort of doomy gloomy, is just inevitable at this point. The cat's out of the bag. There's no going back. There's no way we're going to not want the newest phone. We're, 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 we're down the road. As he says, hopefully we steer in the right direction. Ideas that can't be criticized. 
he can tend to become evil. They become rudderless. So that's why you need comment section. That's why you need bad ideas. That's why you need criticism. Right. You don't want people just creating into a void. Into a void. But that, maybe that's, that's the best when things way go to bad. do it. Is it? Or this, this or that's how you get the things that are the most pure. Or this current period of light censorship we've been experiencing is actually an impediment and we'd be way further along how we just let the gates flow and everyone be get their hate out and move on. I wonder if we would have just started a giant forest fire that would burn down the whole, you know, network. Like that guy, the most hated guy on the internet and internet bullying, I think is a generational thing. And the, the younger people aren't even into that now. They're, they're above that. I think you're crazy. There's always assholes. There'll there always be trolls. There'll always be assholes. But this is a generational thing. We can't imagine paying to pay for someone. Yeah. Someone born today will know no. it. And the, the problem is you may be right, Kamar, that we as a people become more virtuous. But at the same time, Russia is just sending out more bots to bully your children, you know? If that's true. If that's true. Rate is, it. He said it's an alternative to the attention economy. You got in the last word. I give it a three. Uh, I'll give it a two and a half. Two. Look at us. Good the Canadian board, boy, though. I'm proud of that. Hot. Proud of he that. was Canadian? Of, yeah, yeah, good for him. Oh, I changed a... my mind. I'd pay $5. <laughs> You're not late. paying it to him. It Too doesn't late. even matter. Well, he's got to make some money, Matt. He's not doing it for free. Okay. Right? He's got to, they make something. Substack I'm sure makes Substack some cash keeps somewhere. a small percentage of every transaction. Yes. Yep. That's, he's, he's, very, he's very open. He's very transparent. I think you this, own a business. That's how business works. I said in perpetuity for life. Name it a number, Kamar. 1856. First time, Nate Bergazzi. Not. First time. Dude, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back. Some, dude, that's good. I want to bring back what's up. So if we no, can do that you want to bring together. back Waza. Joe's birthday. What about Joe's birthday? I believe birthday? this was uh, recorded on Joe's birthday. Oh, really? At the very end, he says, happy birthday to me. And uh, well, I didn't, birthday was. didn't So happy birthday, Joe. Happy birthday, Joe. You let me know when you want me to pick my bone with Joe. Happy birthday, Joe. I've got an yeah, angry I email gotta, with your name yeah. on it. Do you want to go right now? No, you can go ahead, mate. We'll see if you get there or what happens. I don't know. I got to gather my thoughts. It's very true what they're saying about you cannot. You can't put together five, ten minute chunks and have an hour. Yeah, you got to have one flowing set. You can, but it doesn't work. Like I've, I've tried it. And unfortunately, the only way to do do an hour is to do an hour. Come on, I can just picture Kamar doing 10 minutes, being like, I'm Kamar Babar, thanks so much, and then not leaving the stage and being like, hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Like, <laughs> that's why you can't really have openers, or you have one opener and one closer, <laughs> and then everything in between has to flow. But you, you can't mix match, especially the beginning, but it's just, there's no one who got an hour without doing an hour. Mitch Hedberg, probably. There's a, probably a few, you know what well, I mean? Because he was one that could, it was all just... This is, and they said that's the most difficult. What styles of comedy do you think there are? There's non sequitur, which is that. Yeah. A joke, we laugh. Then you tell another joke that had nothing to do with that joke, and we just keep laughing. And you go, it goes well or it goes horrible. I've seen go bad. The long form storyteller. Storyteller, which is Nate Bargassi, um, Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz, uh, our friend Bert is a classic. Mike Birbiglia is a, a great one. 
observational, which I think Andrew Schultz falls under, which is always someone who comes up there. Um, Bill Burr, he he's sort of an opinionated yeah. sort of thing, mixing with stories. Um, crowd work, that's another sort of thing. Big J is probably the the biggest for doing that. Imp- impersonations, I think that's another category. You guys can think of any. You just they prop were, comic, prop comic. They're just interesting that they're they're all comedy, but they all do it differently. And if you excel in either of them, it's it works. No, what's your favorite? You don't know. <laughs> you don't like Professor Kumar giving us the, <laughs> I don't the comedy what lowdown. We're doing here. Okay, I'm gonna pick my bone with uh, Joe because it's okay. It's weighing on me. Um, so. It's the Bigfoot. I just, I can't. Like, he oh, is so goddamn. Oh, oh, no, no, unfuckable white man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. It's not even a funny joke. Like, no, it is hilarious. Listen, it is Simon's so like, racist. I'm a Jew, first of all. It is so boring. Um, no, but it, it's driving me crazy because he does, he's not even like, he, it's just something he says now. I don't even think he thinks about it anymore. You know what I mean? I don't even think he's even given Bigfoot like a second thought in years. Because he said in this episode, he was like, oh, and you know, the Bigfoot, the the uh, Gimlin Patterson uh, video, you know, that's the most famous fake. And he just kind of said it like off the cuff. Like there's one podcast, it's called Astonishing Legends. And if anybody wants to, know about that video go listen to this podcast it's three like three hour episodes they nine cover, hours they cover the whole fucking gamut man and i'm telling you i'm telling you if you listen to that whole thing and don't come out thinking that tape is for real i will eat my shoe like simon that's because after you've given it nine hours you have to internalize no, they, it and say i better they, i have to believe in Bigfoot every now. And everything that Joe says about it being like the guy was uh, a gambler and blah, blah, blah. It's all fucking um, um, like it, they're just trying to demean this guy's character. You know what I mean? It's classic. And he's against it sometimes, but he falls right into it here. And I just want to lay something out for you. Okay. Like, just give me two seconds. And this is what I was going to write to Joe. Um, hey, Simon, break it down for us. Let's just say, okay, we all agree, and I know Joe agrees, that aliens exist, okay? Aliens can obviously do things that we can't. Whatever they are, they can do things that we can't. They have gotten here. They fly in spaceships that we don't understand. Assumably, they have powers we don't understand to either read our minds or to disappear or whatever, right? Uh, Predator, alien. Presumably, if they... Right. I'm, I'm being serious here, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So if nothing else, just look at Bigfoot as Wookiees. You He's know done. what I mean? If you can't call them Bigfoot, just call them Wookiees. They're just an well, alien. Watch bothers you? That's so weird. Now I'm on board. As soon as he called them Wookiees. It wasn't uh, what have I been doing? It wasn't intentional. I, dude, I'm just, are you serious? I'm just saying if they're an alien species... They could have a power you don't understand, which you're fine with because you attribute to things that you see pilots see flying in the air. You take it too like, personally. He's done more to find Bigfoot than you have. 
Joe's put more money, more effort into discovering Bigfoot than you have. Joe has done nothing. How much money have you spent? Zero. How much money have you spent? Well, I joined that membership to the fucking extra podcast there. So 20 cost bucks. Me $10 a month. No, I didn't cancel it for like seven months, man. I'd okay. like to see what Bigfoot is on Substack, and that might change everything. But Joe has tried. He is he's, very wise. He's been in the field with these people, so he made that opinion. I'm sure you took it personally. I had a little chuckle to it. Nate said, though, if if you discover uh, Bigfoot, it will change the world. Well, because Nate's not a fucking idiot. Which we don't know, but it, it just it, it would just rip through everyone's consciousness. Like, there's a Bigfoot. We've been lied to this whole time. Everything is a shame. Okay, I, I, the, the... Have we been lied to the whole time, though? Yeah, they've been well, lying to they well, they What establishment to has been hired? you from knowing the truth. National parks. Rangers. Rangers. Big parks. <laughs> CIA. Well, listen. If, People won't go if into the they, forest if they no, know. No, if yeah. they felt sh- Matt, just shush for a second, okay? If they found out that Bigfoot was a real thing, they would consider it an endangered species, first of all, and they wouldn't be able to run their pipelines up there. They wouldn't be able to mine anymore because that would all be natural habitat for the Bigfoot. Or they would consider it human, and then all of a sudden it has uh, rights and things like that, and then you're opening a whole other can of worms. So there's lots of reasons for big forests (laughs) to want to hide Bigfoot. Um. Seeing someone laugh and making someone laugh feels good. It's the best feeling in the world. Like, <clears throat> if I say something and make you laugh, you feel good, and I feel good. I don't even know what I'm, I'm finding. Like, it, it's it's a strange phenomenon, isn't it? No, it's the same. I mean, there's, I don't know. Like, if you you'd be weird if you made someone laugh and articulated, I feel so happy I made you laugh every time it happened. But you don't. You just sort of keep it yourself. But you feel good. And if you see someone laughing, you want to keep them laughing. Actually, every time I make someone laugh, I have to go to the bathroom and masturbate real quick. It's to, to pat yourself on yeah, the shoulder. Yeah, I take out a little notepad and I yeah. Simon Marks that the time. time. No one does that, but it is a little interaction that's positive. Uh, I love hearing Nate's come uppings. Like he was sleeping on couches and stuff, and now he's on top of the world. The people he's worked with. Um, have you guys seen Blade? Yeah, baby. Yeah, I have. <laughs> It's the J-R-E-E movie game The time has come again From Matt and Simon to Rex It brings together the budget in the box office We all know they won't guess the year And the Patreons are the real winners Here at the J-R-E-E movie game Come on, take it away, baby It's the movie game! Matt Simon, go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing Blade. You need to get to the gym, man. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by Stephen Norrington. Don't know anything else he did. Are we doing Blade one, two, or three? He said Blade. Oh, you dipshit. Gee, son. Because oh. three is the one I like the best. Starring Wesley Snipes, Stephen Dorff, Chris Christopherson, N. Bush Wright, and Donna Logue. It's about. Vampires. Steven Dorf was one of my faves. One of the interesting things they talked about in this podcast is stars and like the appeal and how they say they use like Steven Dorf was a hot topic or whatever for a sec. Yeah. And uh, you got to see this thing. You might like it more or you actually need to care. This guy goes through the whole history of Super Bowl halftime shows from 1989 up until now. You you be like oh yeah those people are big or oh yeah it's it's very interesting how fame doesn't is fleeting 
You know that vampire movie that takes place in Alaska last night? Yeah, where it's 24-hour darkness, yeah, so vampires and, uh, can just run wild. It's a really cool movie. I think, isn't Stephen Dorff one of the vampires in that? Maybe that, maybe got typecast as a vampire, and that's where. I think that's where all his Last time I think he was selling uh, e-cigarettes. Well, I don't think he's a vampire in, uh, is he in Blade? Yes, he is. He is? Yes. Oh, he's a He is the bad, yeah. Gotcha. But he seemed like he could have been like a Tom Cruise, uh, Matt Damon. I got caught up talking. What year did you say it was? Oh, I believe it came out uh, the year before. Oh, wait. Oh, God. Wow, Simon almost got me. Unbelievable. It's not fun if you don't fucking. I have a year. year. Do you have a year? No, I haven't been trying to con Kamara into time. I didn't realize it. it's an hour and 20 minutes. Short film. That's a long film, isn't it? Like 90 minutes is what I can watch. Two hours, it's got to be, everyone's got to tell me a lot. Oh, 120 minutes, two hours. Yeah, sorry. And for like a horror, that's a, that's a long movie. I, for some reason, I was thinking an hour and 20 minutes. I was like, that's not a long movie at all. And then you said 90, and I was like, well, that's an hour and a half. So what are we <laughs> doing here, Kamara? Like, okay, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, I said 98. I said 92. Matt's in the running with 1998. Fuck yeah. August 21st. Ooh. So like 34 years ago. Uh, Not next 34, week. no. Well, 1989 20. is three years. 24. No, I did the math. 2022 to 1998. You said 98. It's, it's 30 not 34 30. years. 33 years. Kamar, it's 2022 right now. That is correct. I was, <laughs> no, I was thinking 1989 is when the fat that, was. Yes. yes, that's what it was. I had to <laughs> carry the 10. So you correct that guy who stabbed Salman Rushdie wasn't even born when the fat was declared. But Matt <laughs> is in good territory. Trying to look at my phone, I saw that. Nineteen ninety. No, I already had my. I've my my answer's been written down the whole time. Distributed by New Line Cinema, so it was one of those cool. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you're oh, first. It's me. I said it cost thirty-two million to make, and it made one thirteen. I said it cost forty-two million to make, and it made two hundred and eighty-seven. <laughs> oh, Matt! Oh no! You were so close. $45 million Whoa. to make. Holy shit. But it only made $131 million. Oh, Simon, you Simon. hit it like bang yeah, on. No, no, I said one thirteen. No, but he, that was inverted. 13, 31, yeah. it's the same it's number. It is very good. Armin- wow, I was Arminadium. $150 million off from banging out like a perfect score. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the movie game. Damn. Now, thank you for watching the movie game. Brought to you by Nobody. Did you guys know that Joe Rogan is about to fight Wesley Snipes? Yeah, he's yes. mentioned it like a hundred times. I didn't know it was so close, though. I didn't realize that Joe had been I have training Alzheimer's because like I thought this was a hot take. <laughs> it's coming down. We're all like, oh, my God. No, scheme, yeah, Wesley Snipes scheme. was having all those money problems because he was trying to tell the government that he was part of this Egyptian cult, yeah, so he didn't, didn't have to taxes. pay taxes. Yeah. But they were like, no, motherfucker, you do. That's the fight. That's the fight we all want to see. We all, we all yeah. needed. will never yeah. happen. Especially with Joe Never now. say never, Kamara. Oh, never oh, say never. I think Joe, Joe falls on hard times. Extremely hard Never times. say never. But say never. The only way if he, Joe fights Wesley Snipes is over his freezer of venison. What if Snipes... What if Snipes went on the just the most crazy like um, campaign of trash talk against Joe Rogan to try and get him to fight him? And eventually Joe was just like, fine. We can only dream because Joe in it was like, I would kick his ass. He, he, he oh, said Joe, yeah. he didn't have to say. Oh, for sure. But it, I mean, I mean, he could strike, but if yeah. he got close, I stare at him, motherfucker. Like He's he, been in prison now, though. This is a different Wesley Snipes. Yeah. We all realize that, right? Yeah. 
I, uh, I, I thought Joe, hopefully this gets back to Wesley Snipes and it'd be super cool. What did Charlie cool. Murphy <laughs> Charlie Murphy. He used to call me and my brother darkness. Don't forget. We was the blackest guys in Hollywood. This is before Wesley Snipes. <laughs> uh, Nate was very funny in this episode. Nate's always really funny. But he's like, but Joe doesn't get it. He's like, how long no. have you been out for? He's like, I, I don't even believe a COVID. <laughs> and I think that that was the only thing that really got the blue mark on this podcast. Yeah. That one comment. Um, well, that's my favorite part of that Joe List uh, special is when he's like around my you just friends. just take the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, yeah, mask. Fuck this guy is liberal cuck. <laughs> Will there be a podcast 20 years from now where comedians talk about the Ron White story? What Ron White story? Well, Joe tells the best Ron, you know, selling the plane. He's about to hang it up. <laughs> Putting up the spurs, <laughs> Cowboys Joe. Road I think that time. might be my least favorite Joe Roganism. It doesn't matter. I can't And then he comes it. off stage and goes, we are doing this again. I, I love that Joe acts like he's like, I saved Ron White's career. It's like, no, motherfucker, Jeff Foxworthy saved no. Ron White's career. <laughs> Joe's like, I saved comedy. <laughs> Joe may have. Um, these stories are told of stuff that's happened in the past already. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay, well, hopefully that won't be this story. Red he Bull? tells uh, podcast is sure. our, podcast is our ultimate tool for comedians. Versus sitcom or any other of the things you could do to showcase who you are. To build fans, you just understand yeah, that people want Yeah, for you. sure. As long as they keep them free, then yeah. Beard dyeing is ridiculous. Uh, well, you can see that. Did you ever think about it? No, I like my gray beard. Matt can't grow a beard, so he doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah. And it, I heard that. His, oh, and his hair's white. Did it's you ever think of dyeing your hair, Matt? I think that's the weirdest, saddest thing a man could do. Dye their hair? Yeah. Because internally, they showed that picture of Diane Keaton. Do you think, like, the amount of women that don't have hair color would be shocking. Yeah, I think you would be, never believe how many gray-haired women, women there are, are women there. Absolutely, there. And, absolutely. And I don't think it makes a lick of difference to them. They're beautiful. No, I think you're a giant liar and... <laughs> You like you no, I, I I disagree. I not that I'm saying that they're ugly, I'm saying that I most men would not be interested. What do you think, Matt? Unless everybody was like them, they didn't have a choice and then, you know, they would just take what they could get. It's harder for women for sure. I think uh, you saw those pictures of the women with silver hair, they look beautiful. I have a friend. Hold so on, hold creepy, on. I have a friend's mother that. who is so hot and she has white hair. Again, so creepy. Yeah, probably really creepy. Um I think it's eye of the beholder shit. Like, I don't know. I mean, some women can pull off. It's like a bald head, right? Some women can rock like really short hair and other women. You're like, oh, I probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Women are just being brave, I think, for the most part. Uh, but for me, no, I never, ever thought about. I'm just that's it. I'm proud of you. The shit's just that's great. Good, yeah. Being brave. Be, how? Just cut. Well, just cut my hair. Like, like I, if a girl shaves her head, I don't think she's ugly or anything like I know for some girls that was traumatic. Like, even when girls voluntarily sh- sh- cut their hair, I've seen them cry in fundraisers or whatever. Like, it's it, hair is part of a woman's identity for sure. For sure, for sure. And so when they shave it, unless it's not growing back, it's sort of like, I'm so brave, but it's going to grow back. You'll be fine. So it's a learning thing. Sure. Okay, that's just my opinion, I guess. Um, 
back hair. He doesn't like you today, does no, he? No, it's just such weird conversation. There's got to be so. Well, I'm just talking. This is what they talked about. I know. We don't have to talk about every single thing they talk about. No, we don't. Back hair? We should be picking the best ones. There has to be women out there and that nothing like about back comedy. Hair. No, there's no way there's women that like back there hair. There has to be no. all kinds of kinds. Oh, there are for sure all kinds for of sure, kinds. For sure, for sure. It's probably oh. not a huge demographic, but there are all kinds of kinds. I don't know. A hairy back? I think a uh, confident like nice person is the most it, attractive like, thing. Uh, just feel like you're with a bear. Yeah, <laughs> this guy will take care of me. This bear. Interesting moment. Hour in. Uh, <laughs> this bear. Nate points out that Joe has a cigar in his teeth. Maybe the first time it's ever happened. But that's a, such a power move in a conversation. Oh, yeah. Alpha. He now owns, uh, he owns for the rest of the show. You look ridiculous, Joe. Yeah. Nice shirt. Did that come in a man size? <laughs> now, this... Ties back into you like, I'm sure someone would do something this because it makes sense. How are they not, all these television shows not putting out these pilots on YouTube? Oh, yeah. Thousands and thousands of pilots. The only thing I could think of is either it would damage someone's reputation. It's so bad, which it doesn't matter now that's far removed. Yeah. Or um, they would be bummed it got successful because they can't recreate it because the people aren't who they are anymore. Dude, it's crazy that there's not, somebody has to do that. Like, do you remember the Trailer Park Boys pilot? Yep. No. It wasn't it's, a pilot. It was like its own little movie. The one where they robbed the bank. I don't think it was the only. No, it's a it's a pilot for sure. Because I bought the box set and it was the first episode. Okay. It may be longer than the it's others. The black I and don't white know. one where it's they robbed the bank. It's black and white. Yeah. Where no, where they start out as the uh, pet kidnappers. They're kidnapping the pets and then going and yeah, telling. Don't they end up robbing a bank? I don't remember end? what it was. It was horrible though, and it's like everything was different and. But it was amazing. I, I'm with you, Kamara. Like, they I, like, should release all of those. I think it, 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 it boggles my mind that they're sitting on this content. For better or for worse, there would stuff that would be like disliked. It doesn't you paid for it. It's it's it just exists. So I, I don't know. Like it just doesn't make sense. I mean you're well, right from a we'll you're right it. from a like a recoup some of the cost perspective. Or I, I just who knows what you could do. He, Maybe you could start a whole revival of that show just through the fucking pilot episode. Unless it's so old that all the people moved on and you couldn't afford to do it. But yeah, I think that's a squad opportunity. Um, They talked about Batgirl, the $90 million that they're not putting out. $93 million, yeah. And they talked about Brendan Fraser. He's in that movie. Oh, no way. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. That that was Wow, that conversation really came around full circle. They did not know. They just talking about stars, like, why is the star this? And Brendan Fraser, this was his big comeback. Michael Keaton was in it. Well, when they were looking at that picture of him, because they said he was doing a movie where he was getting really fat there. No, That's he just nice. got really yeah, fat. Got like, I big. felt yeah. really bad. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> after the mummy, he just ballooned up. He's a punchline. <laughs> Jesus, this weed's got me. He's a, he's a good actor, though. I mean, he has a kind of a. Well, what was a really, hold on. What was he in that you were like, this guy's a really good actor? Um, I mean, good actor. He was an adequate actor. He was in movies that I liked. I liked the Mummy movies. I liked Encino Man. I liked uh, whatever the fuck else he did. Okay, so you've seen two of his movies. That's nice. Well, it's actually three Mummy movies, so that's four movies in total, Matt. Okay. Nate was talking about mindlessly watching stuff, and I think if you if you did watch something mindlessly, you should probably be doing something else. But I, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I think. Yeah, but I also like might be doing something and just have it playing in the background and that's mindless, you know? 
I like for some reason podcasts are for. I just like having sports talk on in the background. Sports a lot. talk. That's fine. We're talking about shows. Like there's friends. There's certain shows you put on. Yeah, The Office. I can just stick on in the background. One little joke that, out yeah. of it or whatever. That's fine. But TV comedies are coming to an end. You don't watch any now, do you? No, I mean, and the new ones they make now are like you could even name the the biggest sitcom right uh, now, toughest sitcom in the world. I, I don't know what it is, but there's funny stuff on the streaming stuff. Oh no, uh, Kirby and Thuja. I'm sorry, that's Kirby and Thuja. <laughs> but I mean, that's HBO. I can't believe Disney. I can't believe Disney bought HBO. That's HBO. So well, I mean, now it's Disney. I know. That'd be interesting. That almost H- feels like TV. No, I always it, thought Disney owned HBO, HBO, anyways. Okay. Well, no, there you go. Yeah, so nothing's new head, for you anyway. That was how it was. Yeah. They're gonna own everything. They're gonna own everything. And then once they own everything, they switch it all back to the Nazi. That's the whole plan. Yeah. It's oh a, look, we bought the country. Very long. Super long con. Long yeah. con, but that's the plan. All of a sudden, the big Nazi banners come down at uh, at Disney, Disney World Castle. Yeah. yeah. So here it is, right now, uh, Rick and Morty. Are the best TV sitcoms airing? Okay, well, that's a good one. Well, that's a cartoon. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, sure. That's in its, like, 13th season. Oh, like, 22nd season. The Simpsons. Yeah, I mean... The Goldbergs. season. Is not funny. I, 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 young no, Sheldon. the first couple were funny, but yeah. not the later years. Okay. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers is funny, but another cartoon. South Park. So another cartoon. So these are all cartoons. Family so. Guy cartoon so what's your problem with Archer. cartoons nothing it's just cartoons have replaced sitcoms the sitcom obviously. is dead obviously kamara is right the sitcom is dead and cartoons have replaced it sitcoms. must be so much cheaper to do oh i think you can just get away with more i don't think it's and that as, much as well, cheaper you can get away with more. cartoons are very expensive to make no you can get away with more unless yeah. you're South voice Park. actors sets all in that which stuff. case you're just printing money because they just have like paper dolls no, South Park's expensive. That's Is all it? done. It's all done digitally now. So well, like, it can't be as expensive as The Simpsons. There's no way. Or Family Guy. One of those celled animation shows. I don't like, think those are celled animation shows either. But it's well, all done digitally. Again, I still imagine it's a hundred times more work. I bet you'd be surprised. I mean, I w- I'm going to find out. I mean, they make an episode of South Park in a week. So keep that in mind. Bad Baby is the worst thing to happen to young people. What is Bad Baby, Kamar? No, who is Bad Baby? Oh, that's the cash Dan- Danielle, yeah. girl? Danielle Brangate or whatever. She made it out the other side. Yeah. Doing that thing like, oh, this this behavior can't be rewarded. Yeah. It oh, got guess rewarded. What? Guess what, yeah. And that'd be tough to explain to someone why you shouldn't, shouldn't do that or that's a bad thing to do. No, I would say if you're going to have that shitty attitude, you better end up being fucking hot. And I'm sure there's a thousand wannabe Bad Babies that are... Not that are like so fours, well. yeah. That are like, I don't know why this dude don't respect. You know what I mean? And yeah, guess what? Because you're shit. As you go around day to day, you don't go out much. But I, the internet is way more sensitive than everyday life. Of course. Like I see in comic clubs a bit, people say stuff or push back. Uh, I jokes a little bit, but not like it's the end of the world. But the internet is where the sensitivity is. They talk about um, outrage culture. Bigfoot is a white guy thing that can't get laid. I believe Barry Sanders could juke a bear. I really think he's one of the few human beings in his prime that had a chance. I think Joe's point was, I agree. I I don't think he knows who Barry Sanders is. Well, I was going to say, I thought to myself, Barry could probably juke the bear. However, the bear's going to get him. 
Like, he'll get by the bear, but that bear's going to stop on a fucking dime, turn around, and chase him down and kill him. The bear, 100%. Barry stops on a penny. Just, it doesn't matter. It's just like what Joe said. They're used to being juked by antelope, and or not antelope, deer and caribou and moose or whatever. You don't think those things are fucking faster than Barry Sanders? Uh, it's well, we know that humans are the fastest distance running, but just the explosiveness of Barry Sanders. If, if it was about getting distance running, is that true? Yeah, like animals can run fast a short period of time, but that's why we that's why we're here. People catching animals, like you would, but sh- like just a deer trotting is faster than like a normal guy could run. Jog. Uh, well, yeah, yes. I and it, that. they like go for miles and miles and miles. Yes. If you're like, are you sure that that's a true stat? Positive. The cheetah is a fast animal. Okay, well, it can only run for like 100 meters. Well, that's a whole different stat. Um, Matt, it costs five million to make Simpsons, one Simpsons episode, and one million to make a South Park episode. Well, that's just the cost. You didn't say anything about how long it takes. They have so many more writers. Okay. Well, but that. <laughs> that's what we were talking about was how much it costs to make no we you said you think it's more work it doesn't necessarily more money doesn't necessarily mean more work does it okay sure but I, either I think way it's how about you're right more, simon i, don't I think care. it's also more work, this isn't I'll, a hill I'll check I, that this too. isn't even a hill i care to be near let alone die and on. now your hill that you want to die on is what that humans are the barry sanders could juke a bear and get it if it was like in a campground and it was between a cabin and oh, so you're saying he has a destination to get exactly. to. Exactly. In is, the middle of the forest, all is, bets are off. That no. is shorter than 40 yards. Yes. Let's just say that. Yes. Yeah. Barry's okay, one, so of, he, one human being that could get away. 1,000% no. I mean, it would be silly for Barry. I wouldn't want to put him in that It position. would be silly for Barry not to just try to run away. I don't know why Barry would be like, I'm going to go. If, if you equated my life down to like 10 pieces of metal, I would put all those pieces of metal on the bear. I wouldn't even take a couple and put them on Barry just in case, you know. And this is everything I'll ever no have. No hedge in the world. bet for Simon. He's going it's all, all in on the bear. All going on the bear. All your precious metal. Your all, Jew gold. All, all your Jew gold. Metals. I didn't say Jew gold. I said precious metals. Well, let the people decide. Yeah, let we'll the people never decide. Know. That. Joe's wife is funnier than he is. Joe contends. Tough to I agree that. that Joe probably isn't very funny when he's out in the wild. He doesn't seem like that kind of comedian to me. You know what I mean? Oh, he's cracker wise. Yeah, he just I seems like a guy who's telling you interesting facts. He's not out there trying to like make you laugh. Cliff Clavin. You know? He's a real. He's Cliff a real Cliff Clavin. I imagine that to be the case. Come on. It felt like um, Dan Ratzenberger. It felt like Nate sort of threw Chris Rock out of the bus, but then it was like, I get it. I mean, he was probably a dick to him, but I get it because. <laughs> <laughs> Then uh, no, it was no, it was Dan Soder. But he told the, the story third person. It wasn't Dan Soder to say mm-hmm. I don't like Chris Rock. But maybe he had said it. Well, I think Dan Soder has said that out. It might even be part of his special. Now that I think about it, I just whenever someone says two comedians and a story, my ears pop up because it seems like it's the code of the streets. Yeah, to not say names. You shouldn't badmouth people. Period. Not only in comedy, like just if you never do that, then you never have to worry about that shit coming back to you. Right? It's like lying. You never lie. You don't have to worry about covering your you ass go. later on. Back to that famous for so long. It is crazy. And like your Tom Cruise. 
Uh, Joe Rogan. Um, Dude, to hear Joe be like, yeah, I opened for Richard Pryor. It's like, hold on, Richard Pryor. Right, like, but he wasn't famous. Doesn't when, matter. But when he was opening for uh, Richard Pryor, Tom Cruise was famous. Yeah. I mean, listen, Tom Cruise's and longevity be, is bananas. Uh, so just that, it's, it's it's a weird feat, like Michael Jordan or... Why? What do you think? What year was that? How about this? Do me a favor. It'd be risky business. You have a computer in front of you? I don't have any internet. Oh, that's a real but one day... Ass. One day, two more Patreons, and we're going to get internet. <laughs> um, Here, look at Tom Cruise's first wife. Look what she, look what she she's looks like. She's an old like. lady. Look what she looks like right now compared to him. It's unreal. It doesn't even make sense. Why are they pulling up? No, but it depends on the person, too. Like, look at Nicole Kidman. She's pretty old right now, and she looks like exactly yeah, but she was pretty much the, day. the same as she did. You're, okay, you know what? I'm not yes, even backing up any of your points anymore. Point. Yeah, you're a real what, prick. What, that he wasn't... He's uh, saying that he aged way better than she did. Well, he made way more money than he did. Who That's knows his what fucking, he's on? And he's also not... He got all the thetans and the... No, he got rid of the thetans. There. Like, yeah, after Tom Cruise, will there be another Tom Cruise? For sure. The one thing about hot actors, because Joe's like, how do we get the Tilly Charlemagne's or the Thomas Hollands? As long as there's young girls with hormones, yeah. you're always going to need it. a new hot actor. Yeah. I believe the question is, will they go to the movies? To that see? guy who just did the most Robert Pattinson, he was nobody and became the hunk in Twilight. I'd never heard of him or anything. And yeah. So it still yeah. happens. It's just this weird the character you'd think that guy from Fifty Shades of Grey, who was it? No idea. Exactly. But that could have been a pivotal role to catapult him. It's just a weird thing. Well, if the series becomes big enough, then people in that series become then they get another act and it all falls apart. They have eyes on them. Yeah, you do see it in shows that you don't know an actor in, and then you see him in three more things four years later after the series. Being a comic is way easier than being an actor, though. And they were talking about how John Leguizamo was complaining yeah. about, I had mentioned that in the post show last week. James Franco got in that role. He is a comedian, though, John. He used to do a one-man show. Yeah, I yeah. remember, yeah. Like, He's low key one of the most underrated performers. I, I, I don't you think so? I'd like to see him on Joe Rogan. Well, now that Joe's bad mouth, then he better have him on. I guess. He's sort of like a Jamie Foxx without singing, I guess. Mm -hmm. But he, he's acted and done everything. Yeah, he was in um, that great fucking. Uh, he was in Mario Brothers. Not Mario. I don't think he was going to say that one. <laughs> it, with Al Pacino there. What movie was that? It's like gangster movie. Oh, uh, Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what movie is that? It's uh, Carly Toe's Way. Carly Toe's Way, yeah. Good call, good call. Uh, interesting. They showed Marlon Brando sent the uh, First Nations. Yeah, that's, the that was crazy. And they got booed. And then they would say, imagine that happened now. That'd be a four-hour standing ovation. It was only like a couple of people in the crowd that were Forget doing. a four-hour ovation. Of people clapped. They'd be like, read the whole speech. Because <laughs> remember just, how she was like, I have a speech that's too long to read? It's just times have changed, for sure. No, that's, that was crazy. Uh, they were talking about people making their own content. The only thing the studios have on us is CGI. I think with technology stuff now, you can make a, a gritty movie or something as long as you don't need CGI or special effects. You could do a car chase relatively cheaply. I mean, maybe $100,000 to make a movie that's still good now with iPhones and computers and equipment. The only thing the studios are necessary for is big CGI stuff. 
I, I mean, would say you it's tough to those hold on. car chases you have to like shut down streets you have to have like do it on a, on a country road somewhere yeah i mean you could you're right you could do a cheap version like simon that. with camera trickery you could just you don't have to shut shut down shit you could drive like slow enough down a back alley but move the camera the opposite direction to give it the you know the illusion of speed i get what kamar's saying i think action movies those are tougher. Th- th- those will not. Those will never fall into independent hands unless, like they said, Mr. Beast. Are you watching a lot of independent movies just out of curiosity? Yeah, like um, everything all at once at the same time. That's uh, that's not an independent. Like I mean, independent movies like just they're only coming out on YouTube or something. No, I guess not. No. Well, those are pretty checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where the next superstar actor comes from. No, I, I'm. I mean, I'd be but curious. I think he's already here. I'm I just that... saying Hollywood is still well alive. That's where stars are still being made. Is it well alive though? If Disney buys it all, I mean, I don't really know why that makes that much of a difference, really. Well, Kamar, how about so. if Disney buys it all and they're still making movies 30 years from now, and Timothy Chalamet or Tom Middleton or any one of those kids is still famous? Like that's a Tom Cruise like career, right? Yeah, agreed. And that'll probably happen. I can't, you know. I mean, I don't know. How, uh, it really seems like they're kind of shooting the. What was the last good movie that anybody made? Dude, we went and saw the Bullet Train. Coming. We went and saw Any Bullet Train. Maverick. We went and saw Bullet Train this week. What a terrible film! I thought you said it was amazing. When did I say that? Some posted. Something Maverick somewhere. is what this Top Gun movie. I'm gonna have to see it because I I don't know if it's people being sentimental or if it's like you genuinely think it's a good. But movie you sort of got or, if you watched Louis on Fling Two the breakdown of it. Like everything, everywhere, all at once. That was pretty groundbreaking, but I can't remember like the last time I. What movie has not disappointed you? It's true. I I have did, not. Did you guys like Limitless? That was fucking. Was, first of all, that was like twenty years ago. Okay, I, I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely an older movie, but I'm I'm with Simon. It was, it was okay. I like the idea of it. It wasn't a great great movie. It wasn't like. I mean, you're also forgetting that COVID is a problem, right? Like they, you know, they shut down production mm-hmm. on a ton of movies, and now we're kind of seeing the, you know, the spill through of all the garbage that they made while they were off. Yeah, I, it's tough to say. I don't know, Simon. I mean, I think I'm, it's more been on streaming services lately. Yeah, I mean, even then though, stuff, even then the like point Ozark. is to Simon's point. As far as movies go, there's also been nothing on a streaming service movie wise lately that's blown my socks off. No, a couple of them had potential. Like, remember that Sandra Bullock movie on Netflix, Bird's Eye, where they can't speak. Yeah, is that that one? No, they can't. They can't look. I they, thought whatever it was, it had a good premise, and then it just became really. But it got more, it, it, again, it was like that thing that the meme beat the movie, then everyone had to see the movie because they had to understand the meme, mm. and then it still didn't make sense. <laughs> that old chestnut. Anyways. But yeah, I mean, they're still pumping out fucking movies, so. The Black, did you see that? No. Apparently that's horrible. Is that where this is going? We're just going to name well, No, you, you said, what are the big movies? I'm just trying to think. Black Widow, right now, Three Guys, is- Suicide Squad, Eternals. No, there's nothing. Benham, all Fast and Furious 9. They're all redones. There's nothing crazy coming out. Oh, these are movies that are coming out? No, these are 2021. That movie Amsterdam that's coming out that I told you about, that looks good. Yeah. But I that mean, will probably disappoint. You probably yeah, trailers are always good amazing. in the yeah, trailer. I know, exactly. The Tom Cruise deep fake is an interesting thing. Actors can live forever. Yeah. 
So wonder if that'll threaten movie stars coming up. But it must. If you know, you know. Well, that'd be interesting. Imagine if Universal is just banking on him dying. Because they're like, we have enough footage and audio that we can just we can just put him in every film for the but next fucking 10 years and not pay anyone. Don't you think that once you know that he's dead, that nobody will want to see a fake? Like, you'll know. They could lie. We actually have like seven films on. Uh, it's true. This probably isn't even the real Tom Cruise. This is probably a fucking clone. He's, I mean, they could even tell you like frozen his brain yeah, twice. or something. Yeah, something like that. I he's bet they'd even be like, we actually have a movie from the 80s that we never released that has a uh, it's just a deep fake. I think That'd be fun. I think Nate was being uh, genuine when he said I'd never noticed there's music in the movies. But you do notice, especially with suspense movies like that oboe sound or you it's a, don't notice a until you watch a movie that doesn't have it and then you're like this is that's weird. what i was about it's to like say. listening to a sitcom without a soundtrack and you're like what the or without a laugh track it's true a movie without music without an original well, score they defended uh big bang theory i know but that has a laugh track that was and if you ever doesn't watch have it without, real people it's, it's laughing strange. But all those people was are, it was it filmed in front of a light studio audience? I don't think. I so. I don't think so. I think yeah. it has a laugh track because yeah. they put it on. Maybe they just cut out the laughs. But those people are, just talk about being a paid laugher. Yeah, and people casting laughers. It's it's who knows how many things you thought were funny and no one did. But they you've were just, never done that, Kamar. Paid somebody to come to your show and just no. But I think I'm a good laugher. I think I I, I think I could get paid to laugh. There's some but somebody at a show I went to of yours, Kamar who has the funniest laugh that it immediately causes you to laugh. Yeah. But not in a good way. You know what I mean? You're laughing at how can that person, how can like that, that person's laugh be that laugh? Yeah. That person I find is disruptive. Yeah. It definitely disrupts the show because everybody is laughing at that person's laugh. Yeah. That's always fun. Be undeniable. If you want to be good at anything, don't worry about it. I like that. We can now attribute that to Steve Martin. Yeah. That makes Steve me Martin's feel quote, good. Yeah. He take, funny he too. I read that. I read that book like 15 years ago when I worked at Bible. As he's on. just announced his retirement. Who's Steve Martin? Yep. So, Interesting. Job opening. <laughs> they talk about Russian roulette. Like, what conditions bring about? Like, God, play a board game. <laughs> what makes you go to the Russian roulette? And then he goes, Are you allowed to play? <laughs> I mean, you are if you have willing participants, but you do need a revolver. Well, you yeah. have to have a license for your gun. That's the and four idiot friends. A successful Russian roulette game, you probably won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think everybody dies in the game? Well, I think all the people playing die. Well, think, all but one. Well, not everyone can. The die. The example they showed is Deer Hunter, where they're being tortured by the guys mm -hmm. who are not playing the game, yeah. and you are. They're picking A side and B side. Oh, it's I love the idea that Kamar's the last guy left and he's still sitting there playing alone. <laughs> Spins it okay. once. Yeah. Game's last game. man. Yeah. Rules yeah. are rules. Gotta play till everyone's dead. And uh, Joe, I don't know. They showed the 600 versus 600 boxing match. That was crazy, man. It's not that crazy. It is pretty crazy. No, but if you it's watch it, just people one on fighting one. at once. If you watch it, it doesn't go on for an hour. No, no, but just that many people fighting at once is crazy. Yeah. It wasn't like it was... Uh, it was more of a lurk. That other one there. The six on six Where is it's crazy. 50 people meeting in the middle and fighting each other to the death. Those That's are crazy too. There. The six and six is the craziest I think it gets. Six on six In MMA? a ring. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty crazy. And two guys Have you on one seen guy. the one where it's like two people come out 
and then this person keeps fighting until they go. Yeah. So it could be one guy beating the whole team of using yeah, no. I've seen that. It's some MMA uh, Russians do it's it. Twisted. It's always Russian. But Joe's of like, of course. Joe's like, people are over here complaining about genders, and these guys are over here fighting six. We're fucked. <laughs> I think he didn't want to say that loud. It was almost like he said it under his breath. It's mm. all about the audience. You got to have an act. I think that was the thing. And to think of it as an act and not be like, I'm this. Don't be so precious. Do you think that Nate doesn't swear and stuff like in real life? No, I don't. Amongst I, I'm his sure friends. he does, but I don't think he swears. Openly. He didn't swear on the show at all. I don't think he swears. Seems like he's a good Southern boy. No, I know. But like, listen, I'm a nice guy a too, but I swear. Like, but he's, fuck. He, he is successful because he does not swear. In his act. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that though. What like a lot of places in the states where you go, you don't. I don't know. People just don't curse a lot. It's more uh, a lot of good Christians. Mm. But you've been on stage where you say "fuck, fuck, fuck, fuck." It sort of weakens the whole use of the word. I've only been on stage twice. I haven't abused. Fuck did you twice. record it? No, you did not record your set. Why would I? With I maybe oh, I recorded it. I'd assume I'm sure I was you said never fuck going like six back. times. But it wasn't like part of the act. It was like fucking. You know, when you're fucking. You're fucking, and the fucking guy, like, you just do that as a verbal sort of pause or it's nerves, but it doesn't, it doesn't make anything funnier. You just feel like you're talking street and you're looking like you're relevant. I don't think that's the case. You're just saying a bunch of words. I'm telling you, I watch people evolve and they start swearing a lot and they swear as much. And we've always said that green is, clean is green in comedy. But there's room for all all kinds of kinds. Yeah, I thought this was Nate's first time. I really enjoyed getting to know him. Idiot. <laughs> Some good stories, bringing people on the road. It's just a great thing. I give it a three. I give it a three. I give it a three. Oh, look at that. Can end up. We, we have an agreement. All right, that's a show. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe you're willing to go one step further. We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Don't forget... This month, we're starting the suicide pool. It'll be week one of the NFL. And if you join the Patreon in August, uh, I'll figure out a way. I haven't figured it all out yet, but we're doing a suicide pool. So if you're on the Patreon, you'll be in there. Um, And there'll be prizes, merch prizes. But whatever, still fun. Um, There's also YouTube, youtube.com slash Podcast. If you want to watch the show, you can do it there. That's really it. I guess you can follow Kamar on Instagram. Get the merch. Like and subscribe now. Sure, all that. That's really it. I don't have much else. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy your week. I hope you have a great weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.